welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hello. 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 Why are we doing that? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, Hello. We, we, we could almost duplicate it from last year. It didn't work out quite, but it's okay. it's actually my <laughs> raid sound. It, it, it's my raid sound, actually, us doing the different uh, levels cute. of hello. Oh, nice. Because I'm like, it's a big hello group hug. So I love it. Yeah. And Brooke is already bored. Welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. I'm kidding. Yeah. What's, what's going on there? You're sleepy looking. After the I weekend that they've had... They had a busy weekend. <laughs> well, oh my goodness. Last night, specifically, my child, for the first time ever, I think, was just up screaming constantly last night. Oh my God. It was, nice. It was not fun, dude. I was like, I can't figure out what's wrong with you. <laughs> I would love to sleep. That would be amazing. Sam's had like the worst sinus headache ever. So he's also not sleeping anyway. Then <laughs> there's nice. a baby screaming. So we're just all, this whole house is in like a really good zone right now. And of course, I was thinking to myself, well, she's de- once she finally like sleeps, she's definitely going to sleep in. And then at 7 a.m. she was up and peppy and screeching <laughs> and talking to herself. And I was like, all right, well, I cannot match your energy this morning. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's not going to happen. But Damn. I love you dearly. <laughs> uh welcome guys to the Coptional podcast this is episode 256 i think uh today is september 24th uh 2019 our guest today is the wonderful jp mcdaniel welcome to the show hi Yay. thanks for having me thanks for agreeing <laughs> thanks for agreeing to come on the show and be abused by us um or just by me that's fine the rest the rest of the cast is okay promise okay okay um, I was going to say, Brooke has had, and, and Jesse actually, have had uh, quite the weekend with the, what, what did you guys call it? Is it a grind-a-thon? The grind-a-thon. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that. I watched Jesse oh. just cranking it for Same. about an hour. It was Thank great. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It. yeah. I was um, surprised to see Clark there like the whole time. I was just like, I know. Wow. She was so patient. What a sweetheart. Um, she saved yeah. it all from last night. She was like, oh, I'll get <laughs> She was like, I'm oh, going to get, get her back for this. I tell People you what. Believe me when I said that child knows vendetta and uh, <laughs> revenge. But uh, she was waiting. Yeah. The, uh, the perfect moment. Uh, and after I just got her a new sleepy outfit and everything, unbelievable, this child. How dare she? I know. Yeah. Um, my coffee company is two years old now. Yay! So uh, we did. We decided that for our our two year like birthday thing, we wanted to do a stream, and we hadn't done any like giving back with the company yet, really. Um, so we decided to to have a big stream and have all of the profits from the stream, and twenty percent of any profits from coffee sales go to NAMI, which is a, a national mental health organization here. So. Yeah, it was super fun, and I pitched the idea, and everybody was like, this sounds like a really silly idea, but it all worked out, and we had a blast. <laughs> Basically just made all my friends come on and hand grind coffee, so. Nice. Yeah. I enjoyed it's watching cool. it and seeing Sam in the background, and, like, yeah. poor guy's been on the grind quite a bit as well. The, oh, gosh, I, the I grind. said it. The grind. Yeah, oh, God. Nice. No, no. Oh. I... You made me a vanilla latte, and I was feeling great about that. 
right? Yeah. And, and Jesse um, Cox ate chips. I know that much from like I was reevaluating. It's like, what did everyone do this weekend? Let me go see what everybody was up to. And I, I did watch uh, some of the Grindathon live. Um, and then I was just like, Jesse Cox ate chips or a chip. A, a I think chip I challenge. almost died. I ate don't know chips? what happened. Wait, you had uh, eight? Did you have a hot chip? What'd you on do? Friday, I did that like one chip challenge thing. Oh, you did that. What a what a stupid person you are. Why, why would you do that? <laughs> well, because it it wasn't bad. Like it, I was really, you know, I can do hot food very very well, and so I was just like, okay. all he has right, vindaloo's that make me feel like my insides are gonna melt oh, out of me. <laughs> man, and so I was just like, oh man, that kind of burnt my mouth, but that wasn't too bad. And then Saturday, I don't know if over the I don't know what happened. Like in the morning. I went and I had a bunch of coffee and then I went and got like a, re a brunch that used to be like good, but now I'm wondering if it was tainted. And then uh -oh. I went to a wedding and I drank some that night, uh, like on the way home, I started to get the shivers and then like oh, the shakes no. and I got home and I was freezing cold and I didn't know what was wrong. My whole body was like violently shaking. And so I stood in the shower for maybe an hour and just tried to get warm and it wouldn't huh. happen and then uh sounds I, like food poisoning yeah Yikes. yeah i was gonna say i'm I, expecting this story to end with and then i sat on the toilet oh. and shit it all out yeah. <laughs> I, I, I puked most like whatever was in me came out my mouth and it gotcha. was awful and then i the last two days my whole body has hurt like muscles yep. ache. and i have like a on my leg from I think where I strained something, I have like a like a muscle like tension thing. All effed up. You might I'm be like, dehydrated. You've been drinking a lot of water. Yes, yeah, I have yeah. some right here too. I just like I don't know what happened, but huh. since Saturday night into Sunday, I was just like, uh, oh Jesse, I'm sorry, bud. Yeah, I can't pin it on anything because I don't know what got me, but it could have been the perfect storm. All those <laughs> things combined could have done it. But I was just it, like, it clearly wasn't the Dodger Coffee Company on sale now. <laughs> right? Obviously not. Obviously, uh, it couldn't be this delightful craft yeah, coffee. It couldn't be this craft coffee no. that you can go purchase for yourself and support mental I've health had in the coffee US. Plenty of times. That <laughs> ain't did it. If only we knew where to purchase such a coffee. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't it be DodgerCoffeeCo.com? Oh, I'm just throwing out. that out there. It's a guess. <clears throat> I might have to look into it. Just they also for, do just tea clarity, sometimes. Do. <laughs> Uh, just for clarity, though, uh, any any profits now don't don't donate. Oh, okay. There's no but, more donation to mental health. But it's but still really good coffee. They have a really good cold <laughs> brew, and I will I will pimp it anyway. All right. <laughs> well, at the same time that we that we announced that we were doing the grindathon, we also announced that we have a partnership with a company called Freya that does um, anytime somebody. Uh, makes a purchase on the Dodger coffee store, a meal is donated. Oh, nice. So we're, we're trying cool. to like do more stuff like that. So it is still awesome. giving, it is still doing some good in the world. If you were to buy some coffee, it's just not going to net me anymore. <laughs> Question. <laughs> yeah. Now that you are giving uh, meals per order and you are doing more for charity yes. and it sounds like you're building like sort of a cool fun back catalog, when are you willing to advertise on podcasts and why is Cox and Crendor going to be the first one you advertise on? You know, I'm pretty sure that there is a podcast that uh, certain people have the opportunity to pimp she their stuff on. She gets three ads on here all the time. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
paid advertisements. Paid advertisements. We'll fill put, slots. I'll, I'll put you in touch with our podcast team. Nice. There's Thank a podcast you. team. Nice. Well done. Well executed. Uh, yes, this, there. this team CEO. is three, three people <laughs> that are in this business. Yes, one of us is just the podcast person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having to create a command right now. <laughs> That's how bad this is. Like, oh, thank you. Like you. You don't have to do that. No, I did it anyway. Oh, what is the command? You. Coffee. Co coffee. <laughs> Uh, that's just a bad, but that's like teaching people to spell it wrong and they're going to go to dodger coffee co and it's going to be my website <laughs> that i create today it's going to link Squarespace. to it's going to link to <laughs> cox chocolate <laughs> whatever i hot hot, hot, coxlet. hot coxlet. <laughs> you know actually i should approach squarespace about that because the whole like make it uh theme the whole campaign that they've been doing to make it i mean you make coffee i just why have I not thought about this before? This could be a cross-promotional opportunity. I love it. I love it. <sighs> Sometimes what about you talk JP? about video games. <laughs> well, what did you do, JP, this weekend? Sorry. Uh, what did I do besides play video games? I'm trying to think if there's anything worth Not. I don't think I did anything apart from that. That's a solid weekend. That sounds great. Yeah, that's I mean, that's so most weekends. Like, generally, it. if I do something else, there's like a it's like a big memorable thing. Um, sure. I don't think I, yeah. Mostly just uh, tending to uh, taking care of Ollie, uh, which some oh, say. Oh, yeah, kid yeah, uh, well, we all, yeah, our, our cat this morning also had uh, health issues, but Ollie, yeah. our dog, he's, some say a small child. I don't know how close <laughs> it is to taking care of a child, but we could he compare. does keep us up. Clark really loves dogs, so we'll just yeah. come visit. We'll let them play around, and then we can make lists. Yeah. We'll be like, we, all right. These yeah. are all of the ways in which a toddler and a dog are the same. <laughs> I think it's more of a set schedule because every four hours we have to take them out. So we're up in the middle of the night on a regimented schedule where you're just kind of like, maybe type situation, it feels like. I don't Normally, know. Normally, she, do she does not wake up at night at all. We've been oh, very that's blessed. Good. Yeah. Normally, she sleeps seven to seven and then has two naps during the day. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So, so Aaron's going. Yes. Yeah. Aaron's leaving to TwitchCon tomorrow. So I'm on dog and dad duty till monday on my own so it's gonna be a, uh, you're used yeah. to it you got it wow i didn't even consider that yeah we're gonna be playing <laughs> D, D till monday <laughs> a six day adventure that'll be great amazing yeah uh sam is also gonna be on dad duty while i'm at twitchcon so you guys can rock talk great Whichever, i'll just if call ever one of you is like really stressing out you can be like i need dad support <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah sounds good yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this weekend, I decided to play the Modern Warfare cross-platform beta, since we're going to segue maybe into talking about video games. So I spent my yeah, life yeah, yeah. this weekend on a console, uh, <laughs> which was weird, uh, an enlightening experience, um, and doing marketing. Yay, fun, first, mm. like, primary jobs that pay the bills, um, and trying to get this rig back into shape. Yay, fun, also. <laughs> my laptop is standing by in case the stream decides to fall over. <laughs> we'll take it back <laughs> um yeah video games uh beta is beta it's i don't know modern warfare is an interesting beta to walk yourself into it's kind of like uh, they released the ground war mode which is kind of like mm -hmm. battlefield 32 versus 32 but you can only queue up in squads of four um it's a it's an interesting attempt at cross-platform 
bigger scale warfare. They're adding in some interesting elements, some a bit controversial, like white phosphorus, which I'm not the biggest fan of and have been pretty outspoken about for the most part. Um, but then again, I guess uh, deciding that serious cruelty of war aspects don't belong in a video game that's had nuclear strikes for how long is kind of pointless. I was about to say, I watched it do that one. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's true. Yeah. But at the same time, we dropped a nuke how many years ago? But at the same time, white phosphorus has been used in more modern times. And it just does Like, I get the nuke, okay? The nuke is a game... It's game-ending damage. However, white phosphorus doesn't even damage your own team. All it does is blur the screen. Uh, the opposing team takes a little bit of damage, and they cough a couple times. What they don't tell you is white phosphorus actually burns the skin on contact. And most of the times, it's the element of collateral damage. It ends up hurting more civilians than it does actually enemies and if you did happen to drop it it would hurt your own troops i don't care so yeah, that's kind of weird that they didn't even follow through with what white fo like why even call it white why not just call it like a smoke grenade it's just gonna make people cough yeah. right. shit is what you it think is? it's just to like get the edge out there yes. and get people talking it's, about it yeah. we're dropping white phosphorus it sounds <clears> like it sounds cool it's terrible but it sounds cool i mean everyone understands a nuke everyone gets what it is it's been years since it's actually been used so in a way kind of boring yes. and if you're like white phosphorus like it, yeah if you're is playing the next game, step like sarin gas or something like, like <laughs> yeah nick cage is gonna be like oh the pearl formation or whatever the fuck you know right. it's gonna be right. it's yes of course and it's like if they're like oh yeah napalm like napalm's terrible, but still they're just throwing the fucking game. Do it, whatever. And that's. Right. I mean, I, if your games are war games, eventually you have to keep upping how insane it can get. And we saw when they tried to do like the future tech stuff. Yeah, we had EMP. Were, like, yeah, and so they're always going to try and do things that are a little like edgy and risque. Sometimes they hit the mark, sometimes they don't. But as a dev, I know exactly. Like, that's one hundred percent what they're trying to do is just be edgy. Mm. I, yeah. I understand with obviously uh, a ground war um, open battlefield type situation mode like this with so many players, you want to add something that is screen altering, something to get you out of the environment. Although I think EMP did a better job of it. Um, I just I don't feel like white phosphorus is the answer. <laughs> it's You could have gone sure. any any other way with it. And I don't think anyone's ever really going to. Oh, I've seen it been used, obviously, over the course of the weekend. Um, but I just, I don't think it's a good kill streak. I really just don't. Um, I think it's kind do they of. Still have, uh, do they still have nukes in it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thirty kills. Um, yeah, a thirty kill streak will get you the ability to drop an end game nuke. I saw so. the worst video ever. I think anyone's ever posted. I think it was on Twitter. Some guy was like, "Yo, I think the nuke kill streak's back." And the video was him shooting people. <laughs> he got the kill streak, went to press the button, and the video ended. I was like. What? <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, why would you? Like, it popped up on the screen. It's like, you got the kill streak. And I was like, cool, let's see this thing. And then the video just ended. And I was like, you suck. I don't know who you are, but you're terrible at this. Yeah. Like, you need to rethink the whole strategy. <laughs> um, the, the game itself, though, I feel like, like COD is actually back, though. Um, playing this beta has been a bit of a, an odd experience. Um, just because I'm not the biggest console person when it comes to these games i i want to see all 150 surplus frames and not be limited and the cross-platform aspect of this game has 
made things a little bit better in the fact that you know we you can mix lobbies at present anyway um right so pc players can now play con with con well not now because the beta is back to being closed but over the course of the weekend was the first time that xbox playstation 4 and pc players were all able to kind of come together and kick ass as one if you will um although some people could opt out I think the devs should have not given people the option to opt out of those lobbies. I think if they actually wanted to grow the audience as a whole, the fan base itself, um, we should be possibly forcing those. That is weird, but okay. Yeah. yeah. It might I mean, also I just be like a testing thing, too, where they were trying to get different information out of that, but you never really know. True. Um, I do know that uh, there were a lot of very specific bugs to each platform. And of course, that's going to happen. It's different environments that you're playing the game in. Um, the one thing I think is a bit touch and go, and I'm not, I need to run some tests actually the next time. I need to run my own independent tests to see how this works <laughs> out. Uh, but having an FOV slider um, in the PC version, having the additional frames versus the console version, that's that's a bit of a eh. uh, they will have a bit of an advantage i've been stuck playing blackout on pc for a while and when i came home and started playing it on on console i was like whoa aim assist haha -ha! what <laughs> what is this right. so there are obviously differences that are going to happen of course that's treyarch's domain on that side so infinity ward do have a lot to live up to from the expectations of what we've seen in the beta i still think they actually managed to pull out a better battlefield than battlefield don't tell anyone. That's weird. Yeah, hmm. I saw a lot of that going around. Uh, I feel like... Then I also saw some... It seems like the most recent Battlefield just didn't do very well, ultimately. <laughs> and now Call of Duty is capitalizing wrong. on that by just making a better one. Wouldn't um, you, though? Yeah, yeah. If you open so a that, door... <laughs> kind of sucks, but it um, is what it is, I guess. Uh, speaking of doors, there are some some strange bugs that definitely need to still be addressed. I know it's just a beta, but being able to be right next to a door and glitch your way through it. I mean, they, the sound that they make, it's, it's, it's like you broke through the door. And all it does is just open, but it opens very sensitively, closes. It, it's just, there are so many game-altering situations that really need to be addressed in that game before it comes out. But it is beta. I think it's out next month. Here's hoping the campaign does not suck. Is it... Uh... I guess with the title Modern Warfare, it's like mm, modern kind of like, day, right? They're kind of rebooting a bit. So I believe that we're still getting the same the story of where the last one um, kind of left off. Um, they have okay. released a couple trailers, but there's not really a whole lot of definite information. I have to be kind of... Um, I have to watch what I say, NDA. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, so we have some information, just not, uh, not all of it at present. Cool. But yeah, um, that's what I played over the weekend. So that's what I did with my weekend time. Uh, what games have you guys been playing lately? What games would you guys like to talk about? I uh, go for it. Jump in. I was gonna say that I finished <laughs> Control last night. Oh, Ooh, nice! Did you like it? I um, control too. Oh wow. my gosh! Ooh. I did like it. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's a hell of a game. Yeah, for the sake of streaming and that my pace is always kind of abysmal i took everybody's advice last time that we talked about it and i ignored a lot of the side stuff um although i will say that uh the side quests i think were some of my favorite parts of the game they're yeah. the best part I, of the game the when i did do the side quests 
Um, yeah, the main story, to be honest, um, felt there were some there were some moments that didn't quite hit right for me. Um, but the way that the game feels playing it is so great. Um, and uh, if they wanted to make another one or whatever, I would absolutely play it. I really, really enjoyed it. But I, I would definitely say that, like, my favorite fight was one of the side quests. Like, some of the most interesting, like, ideas were put into side quests. So yeah. um, I definitely want to go back into it off stream. But I definitely yeah, uh, want to go back into it and do all of the side stuff that I ignored before. The the biggest thing we're definitely going to do a gaming club episode about it because I think we had the exact same thoughts that you did about mm. how the the main story is like the skeleton, right? Yeah. It it's it's there to hold up the rest of it and give you a reason why she's involved in any of this. Right, but everything, but it's all an excuse to get you to do all the side quest things, and to do um, all of the wacky like, go fight the mold, go investigate <laughs> the weird threshold things, yeah. go yeah. and look at the mirror, go and go to the anchor. Oh, that fridge? Yeah, go back to that fucking fridge. Oh, you want to touch a duck? Go touch that duck. Like all the different side quest things that exist. Mm -hmm flush out that world and make it as fun and crazy as it is. Uh, totally. At the end of the day, the main story is very, very simple. Like, it's just your gateway into the insanity that is really, I think, the core of the... Is the Remedy-verse a thing? Because I think it is now. I think so, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. references to Alan Wake within the game. Yeah, like, totally. Multi, there's like, four or five break. different things. Like, yeah. yeah, and also, yeah, a little bit of Quantum Break, too. So... Um, yeah, and I mean, just the fact that it's basically it's basically SCP, you know, <laughs> just yeah. the fact that that that's kind of the framework that they used. It opened them up to so many just like, what's an idea for an item? What does this item do? Like, like if you know, if you were I to mean, never... use the item, how how would that gameplay be? Right, and all of that stuff wound up being really. I wanted to read everything that I found about different items. Yep. I wanted to look at all of the different items. You know, that was like, that was the really intriguing part of the game. I and think. the supplemental information is what opens up the world. Like I, I remember, through ninety percent of the game, they keep talking about incantations and talking about how they control all of these things. And mm -hmm. it isn't until much later when you read like a supplemental material about a Christmas tree, do you, or do you suddenly like, oh shit, like it all comes together. And I love that. But also, I love that nothing was ever what I expected. Like, uh, this is no spoiler at all, but um, there's one supplemental note and it's, it's just about a balloon. And if you go to the containment sector, you see the balloon at one point. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's a balloon that says get well. And I remember the first time I was there, I made a joke about, like, oh, of course, it's going to make you, like, sick or something. Ha <laughs> ha. Right? But when, I, when you finally get to the material, it's like, there was a weird black ooze dripping from it. And dogs would howl. And children said, children in the hospital ward said it sounded like they were singing. And then they found the dogs dead. I'm like, that is not at all what I thought that balloon was. <laughs> <laughs> every, every item was, was surprising in what it did. Yeah. And I think the way that they the way that they dropped information in the materials was so well done. Um because sure you could you could play the game without knowing any of that stuff, but I really loved like going into situations being like 
I, I got to read so much about this, mm -hmm. you know, going in and being like, oh, fuck, I read about this thing or, oh, maybe this is what that was talking about before. Um, I really like stuff like that. And I'm sure that it's opened up a lot of, I haven't gone to look because I do want to go back in and, and play more. Um, yeah, once you beat it, it actually opens up new things too. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, so I was like, oh man, um, I bet that there's a lot of conversation about what's going on in this game and like really? certain things that are left really vague. While I have you, can we throw up <laughs> yeah. a spoiler I'm here warning? for two hours. Oh. <laughs> throw up a spoiler warning real quick. I want to talk about Adi for a minute. Just throw that up. Just uh, okay. Wait, are we, but is everybody here okay with spoilsies? Oh, I, I beat it two days after. Yeah, it's like top 10 game for me of the year. So totally okay it. with yeah. that. Jen, it's are, my, you, it's, are you cool with it? Uh, my Gotti. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to show the wrong overlay, by the way, just for you guys, um, because I did not Photoshop the well, spoiler alert, but it's here. So if you think that, Je okay. that JP has turned into Elspeth, you are right. If you think that Jesse Cox has turned into Margaret Crone, totally fine. Amazing. Spoiler this. alert yeah, is yeah, up. Yeah, that's Go fine. for that's it. That's fine. Knock it Maggie out of the park. Maggie about to <laughs> spoil some shit. Okay. At the beginning of this game, Ati, you meet Ati, and I was like, oh, of course, Ati is a representation of the old house, yep. uh, who is a janitor, and you are there to clean up the place, right? right. I was like, of right. course. By the end of the game, when you go to that place, it looks like the Mines of Moria. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a fucking door there, and that door, <laughs> tell me it is not Yggdrasil. Igris it 100% is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Tell me, he does not give you headphones, and it says, like, the old gods of Asgard is the band. And then tell me that motherfucker is not an Asgardian. Is I think he's Odin. Yeah. So, I think he's Odin. I have, I, was like, I have a, what is happening? All right. Anyway, please. Yes, I have a, button. I have a funny anecdote. Also, while we're in, and while we're in spoilers, can I just say, I thought that the very end was deeply disappointing. The See, end of the um, game basically just set up DLC for me. Like I felt yeah. like they just chopped the end and they're like, we're going to do DLC, which is fine. And, I'm okay with that. But yeah, I, yeah. A lot of, a lot of people were, said that they were totally fine with it it's not that i wasn't f fine with it i was just like that it felt very and it's the, the end yes but anyway um so if you play the game on stream you have the option to say i don't want any copyrighted music in the game right, right. so i clicked that at the beginning of the game I had people in chat who were waiting for me to do the maze for hours. Yep. They were like, I'm oh, so that fucking like? excited. I'm so moment. fucking excited for Dodger to do the maze. <laughs> I walk up. She puts on the headphones. Everybody's like, fuck, this is it. It's going to happen, baby. I can't wait. And I start walking and shooting people. And it's just fucking silent. No. Really? Did you replace it like anything? You missed so out. when I played that the first <laughs> no. week. I was so upset. No. Everyone was so upset. So I did the same no. thing with the streamer music on, but when I played that the first week, it had music during that yeah. part. So I guess they, they got took it out. They took it out later. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that would be a buzzkill for people to watch, the, 100%. The best, one of the best scenes. I know. Everyone said, you have to replay it. It's so good. <laughs> it's great. It is genuinely, I don't know what the hell. It has like five lyrics to that damn song. But when you're murdering dudes to thrashing guitar, it don't fucking matter. It's so yeah. I think that scene is, I think it's just a, I think the word I'd pin to it is evocative because I've, I've met a lot of people that absolutely hate it and say that it just kind of destroys a lot of what that game is in terms of it being like way too campy. 
but i've also met people that are just like this is the best part of the game it's badass like so good um also adam coble is one of those people just which makes sense i think and and, it makes sense yeah yeah Yeah, in context but yeah uh it's definitely evocative like you either hate or love that scene uh there's very little people i've seen sit in the middle the we're idea, not in spoiler anymore, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Spo- yeah. The spoiler like, thing. Is the idea out. of the game is that I figured you guys were done talking about the end. I mean, and you guys right. are being yeah. pretty ambiguous. I feel at this yeah. point, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, Jesse Faden is a character. Her whole thing is that her entire life she's told how wrong she is mm-hmm. and how everything is fake, and that and. Uh, the thing that that always upsets me that I want to just like shrink people a little bit is they don't understand why she's so happy that all this stuff is happening around her. And I'm like, cause this is the first time in life that she has proof that any of this is real. Right. And she's like in charge of it. Like all mm. these things her entire life she's been told are not real. And like, no, your, your brother isn't like your brother's dead. Like all this shit. Like, it is yeah. her whole life has been proven right she's like i've never been happier it makes I sense also when you there's lots of later on in the game there's lots of stuff that you can read about her and what happened before the game yeah, yeah. tons tons of stuff that you get to read and at that point if you don't kind of understand a why she's so desensitized to everything and yeah b why she's going through the game just kind of like exhilarated that you get so much groundwork for why that is. And I, I really appreciated that. Yeah. I'm yeah and I, think it, it, I just think at the beginning, it adds to the Lynchian insanity where it's like, why is everyone so cool with this? Even when you meet Emily Pope and she's all smiles, I was like, oh, this is sheer something about her that's weird. She's just a scientist who really effing loves this stuff. And yeah. it's like, I was, yeah. I love her. I want, I, I I, I'm not saying I went online to find that woman, discovered she was married and was sad about it. But I'm letting you know, I love her. Also, I love that they used the real actors alongside the digitized versions themselves in scenes. Me too. I thought that was, thought that was really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Uh, all I wanted to say was um, yeah. that I feel like I've changed my perspective a bit from last week from playing mm. Control. I felt Jesse was very hollow as a character. I didn't find any attachment to her. I didn't care about her as a protagonist. And I chalked it up to a lot of the whole maybe comparing her a little bit to the whole inner dialogue that we got with in uh, Hellblade with Senua, for example. You know, if she's going mm-hmm. through a thought process and why is she asking everything in such a bland ass way? You know, just why? Um, so now that I've actually completed the game, I just wanted to say to your point, Brooke, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think that the information that you get probably about what 75% of the way through the game at that point, she actually becomes a person. Yeah. (laughs) She just fleshed out so much more and getting to know more about her motivation just, it made me care about her finally. And I'm just, I'm glad I pushed through it and I'm excited to go back and find more things, but it's just it's one of those games that I feel like you really do have to maybe make the effort just a little bit. If you're not a naturally curious person and like to read mm. things and delve into it a bit, I think you might find it a little bit challenging in the beginning to yeah. to keep going. But I think yeah. it's really worth it once once you really get into it. Well, I think the, it's really the game good. does a great job of making you either know right from the get-go of if you're going to be interested or if you're not going to enjoy this game because it oh, yeah. just starts off okay, weird and it's what? like if you're not it curious weird. That's true, then you're yeah. not in it like and right. it 
for me, like I very rarely will go and read and do side quests and like pick up every pamphlet, but I was going from like room to room, looking at every single thing, reading every single thing, trying to absorb as much as what was happening because I was so generally interested in like every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think for me, like the the height of the game was your conversations that happen. I guess this is like somewhat spoilery, but I'm going to try mm-hmm. to be as vague as possible with uh, the family member about halfway mm-hmm. through. I like mm-hmm. exhausted that until they started repeating it because the voice acting was like so, so amazingly so well good. done. Yeah, It was so well done. Uh, I uh, want to give a shout out to the real person that ha- I don't think ever had a digitized version. Dr. Darling, two things. Yeah. <laughs> One, I love that actor. He also, I think, He's is the voice Alan yeah. 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 Two. I found out he's like fifty-five something. Really? At one point, that man is shirtless and looks amazing. I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck? Am- I'm jealous of this guy. He had like those shoulder muscle things." I was like, "Oh." So I just want to say, I love that actor. He is everyone in this game. I think if it hadn't been. St- if, if the acting hadn't been sold the way it was, this sort of like, it's a little weird, it's a little strange, but very well acted, I don't think it would have been nearly as successful as what it actually was. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Hell of a um, game. Loved it. Yeah. That was and the game. type of person that goes through and reads everything and picks up everything. And so that's why I felt like so disjoined initially last week when I came in with my opinion of this because I just, for some reason, I couldn't care. I don't know why. I. I but the start being so weird, I don't know, maybe it was just some sort of resistance for me. I'm like, I am usually that person who wants to actively go and read everything and pick up absolutely everything. So a game that wants me to do that, I, I guess it just felt like it was some sort of reverse psychology. Like I shouldn't, shouldn't want to do it, but I'm going to sure. do it. I give into oh. it eventually and, and that helped open things up a bit. Um, and then once figuring out the core gameplay loop, how you were actually supposed to be a bit more offensive instead of always defensive in a game that is right designed that way talking about that last time yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it definitely got a lot better for me as i pushed through it but uh control is I, I think it's a it's a really good game probably top five games of the year for me personally it's i'm not sure where you guys list, rank yeah. it it's my gotti i love it <laughs> it's your gotti yeah, I was, i'm super enamored with all the stories and yeah mm. it's very rare that a game will get me to be like wait a minute what is that up Oh shit! That thing's a nuke, but it's also a floppy disk. Like, okay, <laughs> like, I'm interested in that bullshit. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. the ways they let you collect outfits as well. Mm, yeah, me too. Every outfit. It's meaningful. Uh, from the, yeah, from the tactical one where you had to do that insane fight that was pretty amazing to the gold outfit, which is my favorite outfit in that damn game. I never that, got the gold one. I know what it is, and I know how to get it, but I never got it. Yeah, I realized that. that oh, one, I got it. I realized it's straight up math. <laughs> like there wasn't like I dicked around with it for a while, then I realized like, oh, this is just a math problem. And yeah. like I, my it, all the cylinders clicked. And I was like, oh, okay, I get this. And so I love the fact that they do that too. Like it's everything under the surface is really simple, but like obfuscated with insanity. With so bullshit. I think that's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah. It's cool bullshit. I, I, and yeah. all the positive bullshit, I should say. I don't want to have that framed negatively. Yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. Good. Hell of a game. Um, another game that I started playing is Blasphemous. Ooh. That game is pretty cool. It's um, it's a Metroidvania, 
but it's uh it is a deeply blasphemous game yeah it's, it is 100 percent. Uh, yeah very very blasphemous game it's um, like hard for me to watch because of how blasphemous it is <laughs> <laughs> the the list of on on most games that i play now i i try to update a warnings list of like you know if you're not sure whether or not you want to watch this here's some stuff that might pop up while i'm playing this game the so warnings list for blasphemous is so long <laughs> yeah like i've watched zeke play a little bit of that like animation is gorgeous in it first off yes but the stuff they animate is like what it's <laughs> like beautiful art used on deeply unsettling things yes yeah um yeah it's uh I, honestly the only issues that i have with the game really are control problems um i think that overall the game lets you feel really really cool like the more abilities that you have and stuff you do feel awesome playing it but um like the the hip boxes on some stuff feels wrong the uh sometimes when you jump toward a ledge and you're like i should definitely be able to grab this ledge you just go right through it <laughs> that, that oh, no. kind of shit that stuff drives me insane, but it's not bad enough to make me not play. Um, this trailer is fucking crazy. This isn't yeah, a trailer. This, this, this is, is a gameplay. Yeah, it's a scene from the game. Yeah, this is like one of the first <laughs> scenes you see in the game when you go into this room. Um, yeah, the art is incredible. Uh, in it, you play the, the penitent one in silence. Um, everybody that is a penitent one in the game is wearing like a big cone hat. Somebody can remind me what the name is. It looks is like there. a dunce cap. Yeah. Zeke um, it's based what it is. So the whole, the whole game is based on like Spanish religious imagery. Right. Um, so the hat is like an actual thing. Yeah. Oh. No, literally. So um, we, um, yeah, we play the penitent one in silence. So we can't speak um, like the, the, uh the power that we get is from our guilt <laughs> like yeah. from our sins um, i'm sorry this is the the catholic very, art role-playing game it's what? literally <laughs> it's it's literally like full-on spanish catholicism themed um the bosses are very odd like really really odd um but interesting like everything all of the designs are really really interesting i think uh yeah, to your point, um, JP, when uh, I played last time, there was a boss that we did where somebody in chat, shout out to you, you stuck through it, I'm so proud. Um, <laughs> one of the people in chat was like, this fight, I don't know why, but it's making me so deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you don't have to stay here, man. You can leave, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, the, the way that they do the imagery in all of the fights is like, there's something about it that just makes you feel like gross. Oh, you know? <laughs> it, the other, I always look at that stuff and think like, I wonder what the artist is like that draws right. them. Do you think yeah. they're just like the nicest, sweetest person or? Are they like a shut-in? <laughs> right. What do they act like on a normal basis? How do they? Uh, what does I that look like? Went out and had lunch with one of the artists from uh, Diablo. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know the art in Diablo. Some of it's insane looking. Nicest, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. <laughs> so like, I imagine it's all just what they think looks cool as shit, and so you just have the talent to do it. But 
yeah it's a, it's this game looks crazy yeah how the, hard is it because it's supposed to be like a dark souls side scroll thing right so like, i that's haven't what people say my, my viewers might push back on this but i would say that none of it has felt i haven't reached a point with any of the fights where i thought to myself wow i i don't know if i can do this right now um all of the fights have have had the nice progression in them where the first time i fight i'm like i don't i don't totally understand what happened in this fight and then a couple more times in it's it's simple you know um so overall the fights haven't been too bad there's only been one where where i was where i felt like i was really struggling but um most of the time it was just i see the pattern i know what i'm supposed to do i'm just either panicking at a certain point or you know i'm not I'm not going about it the right way. So the difficulty honestly hasn't been too bad. Um, okay. Yeah. You get a lot I of expected weapon. it to be harder than it is, to be honest. Is there a lot of weapon variation or like do no. bosses have you have, boss? the, you have just you have, one, one You thing? have the one weapon and oh. then uh, you upgrade it and you, you gain like a ranged attack and you gain a charge attack and like a thrust and stuff. So you you use you use um your like in-game currency to to level up yeah. um it it does have lots of crossover for sure it it is kind of a soulsy game but it doesn't do the thing where if you die you lose what you need to gain experience you know oh, okay it's, sure but to counter that you you know how in dark souls if you die and your souls are there and you have to go back and get them if you die on the way to get those souls those souls are gone forever sure. so in this in this game every time you die um you lose access to some of your power so like those more powerful abilities that you're able to do you won't be able to do them as much you like lose some of that like power bar um and every time you die you just leave behind another body so the like can pile up to the point where your bar is like unusable yeah um so they kind of sprinkled throughout the map they have these altars that you can go to where <laughs> this guy's like would you like to expunge your guilt and you can depending on how many bodies you have littered out there you can pay a certain amount of money to like get your whole bar back um and i think every time you fight a boss it also expunges all of your guilt so yeah, but I, I'm really liking it. The map has been uh, nicely sized, which in a game like this, I, I want a big map. Um, there's been, you know, the classic situation where there's lots of areas that you go to and you're like, I guess I need double jump for this shit, right? <laughs> like, I guess yeah. I'll come back. Um, so definitely some backtracking, but a couple of interesting ways to get back to different areas quicker. Um, so... Yeah, but all of the all of the ideas and imagery in this game <clears throat> are designed to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> so yeah. uh, keep keep that in mind before you play it. But I have enjoyed it. Yeah. How many hours have you put into it? Not too many. Hold on. Yeah, I just wonder um, like how long they can keep that up before it just gets too much or well, overdone. I think some people in chat were saying that they beat it in like. 12 hours i've played i've played 10 hours of it oh okay 
Um, so I might, I might be a decent ways in, but again, my pace is normally a little bit slower than other people's. So yeah, I've, I've been like backtracking a lot, even when I don't, even when I can progress, you know? (laughs) Sure. Sure. 12 hours is not short. 12 hours doesn't seem like that long of a game to me. That seems the older I get more appropriate length of a game for me. Yeah. 12 hours sounds like a nice length game. game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I like control so much. Not to go back to it too much, but it was the perfect length. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Control is a nice length. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, 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 no. I was just, I was literally going to reiterate what he just said. So (laughs) unnecessary. Um, I've been playing, uh, I went back and started playing uh, Kingdom Two Crowns again because they brought out some challenge islands. I wanted to ask Jesse because he played some Kingdom uh, Two Crowns with Crendor, if he, if you guys had done the challenge islands at all or if that was a, a consideration. I was surprised. I didn't, I didn't even know they came out. I wasn't out. even aware that they come out with new stuff. Me either. Uh, it came out, I think, three weeks ago and I was just setting up the um, my laptop setup just to have something in case the main rig decided to go kaput again and uh, they brought out three islands so skull island and plague island and dire island i thought dire also like great places yeah you you really really should visit um they're amazing especially in the fall when the leaves are turning color no um (laughs) i i didn't know that they had even added it to the game i find that that's a problem actually i'm not sure if you guys share the opinion but when dlc come out for a game that you've played I mean, do you ever feel kind of guilty that you don't have the time to go back and play it or that one you never even heard that they were bringing it out? I mean, I guess if it's a like, I love Kingdom. I think that's a pretty, pretty out there thing. I play it all the time. It's a very zen, relaxing game for me. If I don't feel like playing anything new and just want to stream or just chill out, my stream knows it's going to be a Kingdom day and we're just we're going to play Kingdom and that's what we're going to do. And, and I, I'm, I don't like being blindsided by DLC. It's like, I didn't know there was new content for a game I play all the time. I yeah. feel DLC guilt. Like, there's new content in a game <laughs> that I love. Yeah. But there are all these other games that need to be played. Maybe I'm alone in that. I, I think the developers maybe try to push that on players a little bit, right? Like, it's the way to goad people into buying DLC or act like they're missing out on something, which a lot of times why I see them just introduce a lot of new features that might be a little bit game changing that if someone else has that, then they're having a different experience or whatever. Um, so I think that's a normal thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I generally skip most DLCs unless it's like, is an expansion, is expansions for games DLC? Those are basically the same things, right? Yeah, I think anything it depends really... on whether you download them or not. Yeah. <laughs> expansions used to be a thing you had to physically buy, but we can download I them guess that's I mean, true. I always so, yeah. assumed... That DLC was like, we're adding a map. And an expansion was, we're adding a new world. Right? Sure. Yeah. Right. Like, but what I... the difference between uh, going back to Control, they have a series of DLC coming out. And then if you looked at, say, The Witcher 3, and they were like, we're giving you a new continent. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they referred DLC. to them as expansions. That's true. Huh. Yeah. But, I mean, couldn't you say that not all expansions are dlc absolutely or i mean the opposite sorry all dls uh, all expansions are dlc but not all dlc are expansions <laughs> no wait what i don't <laughs> it, it doesn't matter yes i whatever you're saying i agree I, don't, <laughs> I just don't know the order of which that goes yes <laughs> love it agreed upon yeah mm. 
Um, but I, I did want to say that Kingdom does have uh, some uh, new challenge islands, and I don't actually know if it's entirely DLC, really, because um, I, all I did was start up the game, and it was there. So I'm not sure if it's purchase purchasable DLC or not. I probably should have looked that up before starting this topic, but I'm a dummy. Um, but the three islands were pretty interesting to go on. I mean, the, the first one is basically you survive the greed a certain number of days, meh. Or uh, the second one, I believe, is you destroy a certain number of portals. Uh, it is very hentai-ish as you uh, get near the, the edge of the gotcha. world. Uh, right. There are more, way more tentacles than I had expected. Nani. Um, and <laughs> they slam you down and get rid of all of your coins. Um, so, mm. Oh, that's rude. Yeah, extremely rude. Uh, not happy about that. Uh, but the third mode, Dire Island, which I thought was really cute. You have a, a doggo, and your objective is to save the doggo, protect the doggo, and you are like a dire wolf. And I guess the pup is a dire wolf pup. I'm not sure if you're like with the mom or the dad. There's no explanation for any of it. Hmm. Um, the only thing I think is a little bit game-breaking is that if the greed take your dog, you can't get it back at all. It doesn't matter if you have a, an entire... Um, you know, purse full of coins. You can't like be like, "Hey, Mr. Greed, take uh, take one of these coins That's instead so for the pup." Yeah. So it it is. I feel like it's. Did you guys ever have a home at class where you were forced to chuck around an egg for a week or a bag of no, flour? I never had to do that. Shit. The the, no. the baby experiment, basically. Like, how no. well are you capable at 15 years of age to take care of a child? I guess it's something we did in the Midwest, just because there were a lot of teenage moms. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> But I, and I then feel one like a kid always drops the egg the very first day and it's like, fuck. <laughs> and they know they're going to fail. And it, it could have even been like a good student. But because, you know, hey, they're not naturally graceful, then the egg I just went, drops. I went to a nice school. We actually had like babies, not like real babies, what? but like the robo dolls? babies. Not oh, yeah, the dolls, babies. Yeah. oh, my Whoa. God. You had funding. Yeah. I've only seen the home improvement yeah. episodes of that. I haven't. Yeah, never, that uh... was real. It was not cool. Yeah. That like, <laughs> it was like oh no did you pass jesse that's the real i don't part. here's the thing i don't remember so i oh. must have been sleepless and just i just remember that they gave those things out so i feel like the the dire island challenge is is kind of like that in a way because of you can't you can't save the doggo the doggo fo follows you from behind all the time uh, you do get an attack, which I thought was kind of cool. It's kind of like the bear in Kingdom initially, but instead of just a couple uh, a swipe, you actually get three uh, swipes. Um, so I think it's a really fun mode. I just I wish that I could say protect the doggo. Like doggo, come in front of me instead of behind. Don't don't follow me from behind, pupper. You know, listen to what I have to say. Dog you know, go in front of me instead. So thedogdie.com. Maybe. <laughs> it's like, can you pet the dog? Um, yeah. No, you can't pet the dog, which sucks. Uh, but it does it does howl and has little whimpers. And it's actually a really cute mode of, uh, of Kingdom, two crowns to play, in my opinion. So I was, I was happy to see the DLC, but I still think the AI has some issues in Kingdom. Still a very chill game, mm. still very beautiful. Love the pixelated water design and everything. And uh, I will always love Kingdom games, but <clears throat> I just want 
a couple things fixed because having that doggo stolen was it just broke my heart give me finally a mode i have something to fight for not all these peasants i'm going to jump ship and leave behind in 10 days time no i have a doggo and and i wanted to protect him and save him and i couldn't (laughs) because the ai wouldn't let me because the greed are horrible bastards huh so yeah that's my my take on on the update to kingdom two grounds i suppose what else have we been playing? Um, I guess I guess if, if we're talking about pet, being able to pet the doggo, um, have you got how how's Borderlands Three going for everyone? <laughs> Oof, haven't played Oof. it times a million. Really? I just uh, I played. You can it touch on, the dog. You can't pet the dog. Man, I played it on Friday. Uh, God, even with people, I was bored. I don't really. Know. Oh, that's do you, do you like looter game or like the schluters? Are you Looter-shooter? a schluter? A <laughs> Uh, it maybe it just depends. I don't know. I, I I was in a group that had people who knew exactly where they were going because they played it single player. I was in a group with people that were just sort of like, let's explore too. So we were like doing everything, but we had like a focused, we knew what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it helped get through story bits where it was like, all right, cool. We're like progressing well. I'm not getting bogged down with like mindlessly running around trying to figure out where shit's going. I guess I like, I don't know. I, Lord knows there are moments where I was like, well, that was fun. But the vast majority, I was just like, here we yeah. go again. Got to kill this guy and watch his life slowly tick down in order <laughs> to get a gun that may or may not be better than the gun that I already have. And, oh, wait, that's a level seven gun, but it's not better than my level four gun? What? Okay. <laughs> you just keep, like, I don't know. I, I want to feel like the things I'm doing always lead to something great. Sure. Rather than, like, there's the potential that I can have greatness, but maybe... F me for trying, right? I don't know. Yeah. I get it. I put 50 hours into it and finished it uh, in the first, like, I guess the first week it was out or first four or five days it was out. It, uh, it is a Borderlands game. And if you do not like Borderlands, you will not like that game because they did right. not change very much except make a game. Like, they re-released Borderlands 2 with 2019 FPS elements. Like, there's... It's it's it maybe a little bit redacted from it, but and added like a city environment in a couple places. Yeah, <laughs> like and a lot of that stuff is not necessarily empty, but there's no it reward like for it. like finding the the corner, like finding the the random side thing. You get like a chest, and that's it. And may, right. sometimes not even that. Um, but yeah, I, I with what Jesse said in terms of I'll echo what Jesse said in terms of like sometimes there's so many guns that you're not sure if it's better. And a lot of times it's actually not Uh, like I found a gun at 13 that I got from might've been one. I got from like one of the uh, gambling things the whatever the game, the slots uh, in the game that you can gamble for. I got like a random legendary from that at 13 and I used it till 30 um, because it was just so strong. And, and that right. kind of keeps up with the rest of the, the game. Even, like, I hit max level 50 or whatever mm-hmm. and farmed a bunch of items at the end, and I think they've actually nerfed the amount of legendaries that were dropping because there was ways to farm it to where you could find, like, a loot goblin that would spawn 100% of the time, so you could just constantly, constantly reload, and he would drop, like, five to six legendaries every kill. And now I think it's, like, maybe one or two. Um, but even then, I the end game ran out very quickly for me because of the idea that I wasn't finding enough like upgrades that were entertaining or, or exciting. It was all just like, Hey, it's another blue gun, but this one 
doesn't have 60% melee damage on it, which is a useless stat for the character that I'm playing. So I don't care about that item to begin with. So, right. yeah. It, it's, I'm trying to think of all the other... <laughs> What was the Blizzard game where they just straight up... It was either WoW or Diablo where they straight up just were like, we're not doing those items anymore. Right where... It might have been Diablo. Diablo is very much just like, this does more DPS than that item. Or this does less Right, but there was, there was something about um, just killing things and them dropping ridiculously unuseful items, which I think Borderlands maybe could learn a lesson from. That their big thing is like, Billions of guns, but it's ninety-nine of those are shitty guns that don't yeah. help you in any That's way. A, I always struggle with looter shooters because of that, because so many of the guns are like, well, I'm not gonna use well, this. <laughs> and Borderlands struggles with the fact that it's a game that came out in 2019 and it just has like glaring issues with the idea of that. You can't when you go to look at a gun, you can't pick up that gun as junk. You have to pick up the gun go into your inventory, then make that gun junk, and then go and sell it at a later point. Like, shit like that was just as, it makes all the sense in the world that so many other developers have figured it out, that they didn't put that in there from the very beginning. It, 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 like, if they do some subtle changes to the point. Stuff, make it better. Yeah. Like, they've always used that as a selling point. Like, don't you get it? We have crazy wacky guns that have crazy wacky things they do, and this gun becomes other guns. Like, I yeah. understand the selling point, but that's the gun that becomes other guns when you throw it is like two guns, right? right. There, there's a million billion guns and most of them 0.5 more accurate. Right. <laughs> well, and the other thing, the other thing that's I think even more annoying than that is they do this whole thing with the red text on the legendary guns and the red text is supposed to be like, here's a clue as to what this gun does, but it's not actually what this gun does. So you have to play and figure it out. It's right. Like, no, like I don't come on. This is 2019. Let's tell me what the gun does. I'll tell you if that's cool or not, and then I'll sell it if I don't want to use that type of gun. I don't want to figure out what the whatever. I can't even think of the red text because it's usually such stupid nothingness. That I can't think of something like that. This gun is uh oh, Moxie's gun is slippery when wet. And what that means is that sometimes when you're shooting it, it will randomly drop from your hands to the ground. What? <laughs> cool. And it's like, come All on, right. man. Like, this humor is from 2005. This gun sucks. Don't give me this shit gun. Like, yeah. There's a the lot of stuff like is that. It's actually though. older than the Bon Jovi album itself. That's pretty yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, again, I put 50 hours into it because I'm, I'm, I guess, a masochist for just grind games uh, to where I can sit there and hit max level and. There were times where I would find a gun that was like godlike and I would delete things and that was a lot of fun. Um, but as soon as that gun lost its potency, it started to get pretty boring pretty quick. Sure. I, 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 that's the thing for me is I need to have moments of, ah, this is why I need to keep playing. Like, yeah. This is why I, okay, I'm good. And there's a lot of downtime in the game where those moments don't exist unless you're like, I can't wait to see what wacky thing a naked dude in underwear that I just saved is up to like I just don't care, right? Yeah, I don't know. You, so you didn't get very far in the story, I guess. We got to the uh, we were level ten or eleven when we stopped. Okay, you can kind of rush the story and finish it around like low thirties. I think I finished it around high forties because I was doing all the side quests. 
Um, the story in that game, they could have actually been really fun, but instead they decided to take it to one place and then it never moved from that point. But that's the story of Borderlands. Every one of their stories <laughs> goes to a place and then never finishes. <laughs> it, it, like the characters reached up to a point you're like, oh, they could, I mean, they could actually say some interesting things about these type of, the, the bad guys in the game are influencers. They're, yep. they're streamers slash YouTubers slash like vloggers taking to the umpteenth degree to where they're literally having all of the people within the galaxy at their bidding and die for them. And there's multiple comments where it's like, you idiot, we have thousands of people that will seemingly die for us. But they never say anything meaningful for that. It just seems like the writer hates Oof. influencers. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's all it was. It's weird. There's no actual like message behind it. Yeah, it's like it's almost done in a. We know a bunch of streamers are going to play this at launch, and we right. can't wait to see them be like, "I gotcha." The story is about you guys. Thanks for making us money. Like that's yeah. the vibe I got. Well, was like, cool. Yeah, I got that a little bit, and I also got the vibe of them like saying, "Hey, you idiot, stop supporting these influencers because we're actually like the we're problem. talking about how meaningless <laughs> you are." by just throwing you at the guys that you're and you're just killing them for no reason there's no reason for you to like believe in these people uh i got that message too and i was like this is like what the fuck like maybe i'm reading into it too much no i i think i think gearbox actually did try to become edgelords in in making yeah. this game it's, it's just being snarky for the sake of being snarky and no substance Yes, it's just weird. Yeah. And every, everybody's an asshole in this game. That's literally all it comes down yes, to. Yes, everyone is just a piece of shit in this game. Yeah. 100%. Varying pieces of shit. <laughs> Without a doubt. Uh, but I played it for 50 hours, so I guess they, I got my money's worth. I, I have to always go back to that, just so people are aware, even though I sound like I'm hating on it. I still yeah. play a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, shit, I still bought it, which means yeah. I still have massive hope for the borderlands franchise i loved that the previous tiny tina D D thing was one of the best few hours i put into a game <laughs> yeah. i love that was so fun and like i said there are moments of greatness in the borderlands franchise but every you know i simply i i don't have the hours in my life anymore to be like fuck it i'm just gonna finish it i'm like you know what didn't do it for me i'm gonna pack sure. it up and leave go find yeah. something else just want to give a little shout out to that something else called Link's Awakening. Oh, yeah. here we go. Uh -oh. Go on then. Go Get on. Into it. Get into it. First, first off, uh, one of the first games I ever played on a uh, Game Boy way back in the day. I took mm. that thing with me on every family vacation. And as a single child, that was my game that I beat maybe 12 billion times. So first off, going into this, I love that game. I love that game. And they took it, and they made it even cuter and even better. Y'all don't even know. It's Here's the thing. It's simply just an old Zelda game reskinned. There's nothing. But it's so cute. There. It's very cute. It looks it so has, cute. It has a lot of fun shout-outs to other games in it, which I think is, is very silly. And um, it's just lovely. But, uh, yeah, I, I, there's nothing I can say about this that if you aren't in – like if you're in already, you're going to be like, yes. And if you're like, all right, whatever. There's nothing here about this game that's going to blow your mind. It's a very fun game, but it's not, you know, it's not a complicated Zelda story. It's very short. It uh, isn't going to like, if, if you loved Breath of the Wild, this is not even remotely compared to it. This is kind of like a, a shorter version of Link to the Past. 
really. Yeah. The Tell me how off base I am here. The cynic in me looks at that game and sees a game that not necessarily was the hardest to remake and also a game to launch like a new skew for the, the Switch, which they did on, on the same day that that game came out. Is that the, just to get people to buy it, is that the whole thing? Uh, it, or is it actually like, is it a good game if you've never played oh, the original the game, the and have game, nostalgia for it? Oh, the gameplay is is fantastic. Uh, I'll okay. give you a great example of the difference here. So um, it has sort of like a different angle. I guess you would call it, what, 2.5D or whatever you would call yeah. the yeah. angle. Um, and everything feels and flows very much like you would expect from that style of Zelda game, right? Where one link attacks, where you move things, like everything makes sense. It flows very, very well. It's very good. Compared to when they released uh, the Secret of Mana remake. Yeah. Right? In that, the game, the way it worked was if you were playing as whatever the hell the hero's name was, you would just make it up. You would <laughs> swing, you do your like normal swing like this, and then you would do an overhand like, yeah. But then when they made it 3D for that remake, when you go, yeah, you would miss 90% of the time because now you have another dimension you're swinging mm. at. Before, when you were playing on Secret of Mana, you wouldn't have that problem at all because it was you're looking at it top down almost, like this, this like right. fake 2.5D. And so it sure. would always hit as a super attack. But now your super attack has the chance to miss, which is not fun or cool. Welcome to huh. XCOM. And so, like, that, <laughs> yeah. that's the huge difference there is that they actually took the time to make when they took the world and changed it from like flat to like. They took the time to also be like, everything still makes sense in this world. Right. Huh. So, okay. It feels very, very good. Huh. It looks really cool. I, it's I, adorable. My, <laughs> yeah, my mental image is like, it looks like a Wallace and Gromit movie, but That's, a game. Yeah. It Sometimes you almost are like, is this claymation? Yeah. There's like a texture to everything. It looks really cool. Um, that, how are the uh, performance-wise? I saw a bunch of like FPS drop complaints. I haven't had anything, but I've been playing it on a TV, so oh, it might have <laughs> been undocked. The, yeah, maybe I'm not the the one to ask because I've been using it on a normal switch on a TV, and it's like what it's supposed to be like in the dock. So, huh. yeah, mm. yeah, I might. I, it might be an offline game for me. Something to check out. Mm, it's neat. It's so cute. I want to play it. I know. It. I know. I'm just like watching the little point of his cap like bounce up Same. and down. And it's just like. You, you, you kind of see what I'm saying about the 2.5D thing where mm -hmm. imagine doing some of those strikes and just missing because it's yeah. wrong. And you're like, but it never did that before. At least in this case, they made it so no matter what things are, it, it feels like you're still playing a Zelda game, even though it kind of looks silly and fun. Yeah, I was going to ask how you felt it added to the franchise as a whole, like, you know, going from, from that one environment to the other. Like, you th see things like, um, oh, goodness, what is the one that everybody and their moms, like, as soon as you get a Switch, was it Breath of the Wild? They're like, oh, my God, you must, you must. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're it's like, it is a must-buy with the Switch. so totally different that there's mm. no, there, I, it's, it's not a comparison that, that I could say, like, this is a nostalgia thing. That's gotcha. all this. Okay. Like, it. It is, they took a game that is one of their oldest Zelda titles that was on a black and white console and they remade it. And like JP <laughs> said, to sell on a new handheld console, most likely. Yeah. And it's mm. great. Like, it, I was, we were in the office yesterday talking about this. I don't remember who said it, but it doesn't feel like 
maybe it was Kristen. Maybe I'll give her credit for this. But it doesn't <laughs> feel like it should probably be worth a $60 price tag. Mm. Oh. And it might be too much. Um, because it, it's still just, you know, it's one of the shorter Zelda titles. It's clearly something that uh, I would have, you know, if I was a game manufacturer, I would have included in the purchase of uh, the the Switch Lite or whatever. Like, you know, as like, hey, bundle that. The game. Yeah, 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 I would have bundle. Mm. But uh, it's very fun. And it's, it's a really charming game. And it, after all these years, still is has a lot of amazing scenes and a lot of fun fights and uh yeah but it's is it one to one from what you remember almost exactly yeah i know exactly where to go i know exactly what that's got to be kind of cool that's cute that's fun yeah. yeah yeah it feels very very nice awesome awesome yeah i think it's 60. shout i'll look it up right now it seems like this. a lot it, it's yeah. 60 dolores yes Oof. yeah, yeah nintendo's remastered. never really done like a I've never seen them put out like a mainline game that's forty or thirty, have they? That seems kind no, of no, not really. Them. Yeah, yeah, but this is this is, this dates back to when the Game Boy was the place where you'd play sort of the I don't want to say lesser or dumbed down, but the simpler version <laughs> of a game you already knew, sure. right? So Link to the Past is out, and so this game comes out, and it's like a little easier and a little shorter. And really doesn't have that much to do with the main Zelda storyline. It's just like, oh, it's, you know, the dream whale. And you're on an island and there's an egg. And like... It's definitely the weird game. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. strange. Mm. But it's, it's cute. Yeah. Yeah, um, do you think that they'll... Because this seems like it's kind of its own style they could absolutely do this with a lot of the other older zelda I, games i like when they do weird stuff just randomly like mm. i don't i hope this isn't a trend like i want to like just a one-off yeah i fun. like when there's like yoshi's yarny tail or whatever the hell that game was and it's yoshi but he's made of yarn you're like f it this is right. cute <laughs> I, I like when they just randomly do fun stuff like this and if they want to do something else that's weird great mm. uh I feel like most of the other Zelda games are a little newer to the point where they don't need something like this. Mm. But hell, if they remade some of the older Zelda games and made them look dope as hell, that'd be nice. Uh, the original Zelda remade? I don't know if yeah, you that's can what, remake that. That's what that. I was thinking to myself. Was I don't like, know when the last time you played the original Zelda, but that game don't hold up well. <laughs> that game yeah. is, it's just very straight. Game. It's really basic. Yeah. Yeah. My brother and I played that one a lot. Mm. Uh, two things on weirdness. One, did you play Deadly Premonition, Jesse? I have. We made what? a gentleman gaming club about it. What was your response to the second one being announced a while back, two weeks so, ago, three weeks ago? Was that uh, just like utter what? <laughs> no, this is this is so because I replayed it recently, I kind of have context for understanding. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler in, in need of a spoiler thing, Jenna. It's but hard to spoil that game. In my eyes. Well, it's about the very, very end. So, like, so, so if you want to put up a spoiler thing, by all means, if you, previous spoiler. So, it's uh, in the, <laughs> in the original game, uh, it, there's missing, because they did, like, the director's cut, the director's cut has this, like, bookend shit added yeah. to it. 
like an yeah. old man explaining the story to a young girl. And at the very, very end, you get like this old man, like, and that's how that shit ended. And then there are additional scenes where it's um, the main character in the diner with all the people who died. And it's like, oh. Very Twin Peaks, yeah. Too. It's, yeah. It's like, oh, this is kind of like an ending of a show that was on an island that ran for six yes, seasons. Wink, sure. wink. It's very much like that. I was like, oh, this makes sense. But then there's another scene afterwards that's from the original game where it's like, oh, hey. Uh, it's like, okay, Zach and York. We have to go to Louisiana or somewhere like going to the bayou. I hear that someone's getting their head cut off. And there's definitely like, oh, there's going to be a sequel. But because mm -hmm. of the release of the director's cut, they tried to like make it seem like, oh, no, this stuff that happens in this happens away in the future and everything's fine. Yeah. So there is the potential in the story for there to be a sequel because they hint at it. But also it makes no sense because the, they also say there is no sequel in the same thing. So right. but that's the that's the entire damn game. So that's the game, yeah. The game's bonkers. They hint at a sequel, and I always assumed that it was going to be another wacky murder mystery. But this one looks like it's going to be you play as a young woman who calls in York. Yeah, calls in York for help, which it could be a prequel for all we know. Yeah, I don't know. It was one of my uh, again. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of that entire game is him talking about all of his previous cases. So it could very well be a previous case. I have no clue. I have no clue. Uh, yeah, the the whole idea that the second uh, sequel is coming out to the game just blows my mind. Like, the game yeah. didn't sell that well. It's kind of a cult classic type deal. And it's but also just weird. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I also, when we did our episode, we discovered that the shooting and action portions of the game weren't in the Japanese version. Really? He added that in the American version? They thought that an American audience wouldn't respond to the game if there wasn't combat, and that's the worst part of the game. Yeah, it's that's like, the worst. Oh, well, it's the worst slash best part of the game. <laughs> You're right. You're because right. it's so bad that it's like, of course this is awful. Like, this messes, this mixes with the rest of the game in terms of how awful this is. Yeah, so. yeah, and apparently it was added because they didn't think the U.S. audience would, would respond to a game that didn't have, like, an action portion to it. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Okay. They clearly uh, haven't uh, seen some of the walking simulator games that people get really into. Well, since this it's game true. came out, it has been, you know, it's been a while. It's true. Mm. So. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing, maybe keep the spoiler thing up, Jenna. Uh, so two years ago, Nier Automata came out. I never played it. And I was bothered so much by people to play it, to play it that I not fa famously sounds egocentric. I uh, said on my stream for the past few years that I will never play near. There was a command. I wouldn't even speak it. People would just say, JP will never play near. Right. Something clicked and I played it over the weekend and finished it. Uh, all routes. That must have clicked. All routes? That's a long ass game, my dude. It was about 30. It was about, I think I finished it in 29 hours. I didn't do very many side quests. Okay. Um, that game's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that that kept you from wanting to get into games. it? Actually, I'm I'm curious. But, I had I had difficulty getting into it because of the control scheme initially when I was playing it on PC. It, it so had, I'm curious as to what it was for you that blocked you. It had from nothing it. to do with the game itself. I was kind of always interested in it. It was just the constant hounding that I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna that. play this shit. Like uh, I'm tired of constantly all day defending the purpose of why I'm not playing it. So I was like, I'm never gonna play it. <laughs> and now you're ready for the raid. 
Yeah, and I'm ready for the Final <laughs> Fantasy, which honestly was kind of the reason that I started playing it. Uh, but that's a whole other story. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that game's interesting. Uh, what kept me playing it? The idea that there's going to be this grandiose moment that everyone like says there's going to be, and then it never really happened until the final hour of the game and everything pays off because mm -hmm. it has, but it's such a weird thing because it, in my mind, you could put any game in there and include that last hour and it would still be as impactful. Like the core of the game does nothing to make that final hour impactful. Can I ask you a question? How much did you know going into the game what to expect? Is spoiler tag up, Jenna? It is, yep. Okay. Uh, the... I knew at the... So I knew two things about the game. I knew that the game had a lot of different routes. I know that... I knew that you played as multiple characters. And I knew at the end... I didn't know why or how or anything around it. I knew at the end that you were going to lose your save file. And okay. that's it. So basically, like, you had... There's one of the big things going for that game, unfortunately, is not time. It's the experience and not knowing. So as sure. you play through it and you see all the different ways that the game itself messes with you, it's like an experience. The game, it's one of those things where it's it's less of a game and more of like a, a wild experience that you have. I agree. You walk away with sort of like, a, oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, I think over time, as more and more people talk about it, as it gets more into the ethos, as it's more out there, it loses some of that crazy luster and it loses some of the things that made it as amazing as it was. So I can definitely see if you knew a lot of what go what's going on going into it, you'd be like, all right, I mean. Well, I mean, I'll, like the very, very, the final, the final thing you do with the credits, that was still super impactful. Like, don't get me wrong. That was a fantastic thing that as soon as I realized that I was, when people were dying, they were using their save files to keep me in the game or whatever. I was like, oh, that's, that's fucking cool. Like that's, yeah. that's really impactful And like a stupid thing that in retrospect, like, why did that in, like emotionally impact? It's just, it's like this weird thing of togetherness and like, oh, we're all in this together type deal, like feel good, wholesome bullshit. Uh, but the rest, like, and I'm not saying the rest of the game was bad. I thought the rest of the game was fine. I had a fantastic time playing it. The action, it's second to second. Shit. It's, it's like, very anime, but like yeah. the final in, the final portion of that game could be tacked onto any game and I'd be like, oh, that's pretty, okay, that's really cool. I like that message. Sure. I'm sure it's amplified by the rest of the game, but I, yeah. I don't know. And, and maybe if I had played it two years ago, I would thought, I probably would have thought differently and I would have been part of the whole like zeitgeist around, Oh, you have to play this. I think that that's exactly what it is. Like, yeah. I, I think most people who are super, super hot in that game, uh, it's because they played it in the moment when it was when you were experiencing stuff and you had no clue what was going to happen, and the revelations and things that happened in it were just like mind blowing. And some things you'd never seen in a game before. Sure. Just, I, I imagine that was huge. And I think since then it's like, right. yeah, yeah. Um, and this, like I said, the story was cool. I thought that there was a lot of things where as soon as they started to kind of break open what that actual story was, I didn't trust a single thing, which is kind of a theme of the game. Right. Um, and also the idea of, you know, making you feel for things that aren't necessarily human and also showing that maybe they've actually formed some sort of consciousness and all of that stuff, like very, very cool themes throughout the entire game. Um, and so I, I'm glad I played it ultimately. Uh, 
but the end of that, like the final 15, 20 minutes of that game were the most impactful by far. Um, and it, it's not a shame, but it's, it takes a lot of time to get to that, I guess is what I'll say. Like it took me 28 hours to get to that point. Um, but I'm thankful I did ultimately. So I, I understand why everyone was super hyped about it. Uh, Dodger, did you play that? Have you played near? Sorry, I muted myself. Uh, no, Sam okay. played all of it. Okay. And I, I played like the very, very beginning <laughs> of it, but I didn't stick with it. Um, what's the name of, of the company that, that made this one? Platinum Games. Platinum Games. Platinum. I don't do well with the fighting mechanics in Platinum Games. They don't, sure. it doesn't feel very Bayonetta nice to me. Or, uh, Bayonetta, all of the, yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't always feel really satisfying to me. Um, so I played the beginning of the game a couple of times because I did it once before the game came out for like a promo thing. And then I played the beginning again after it had come out. And uh, yeah, it does, plat for some reason, Platinum Games like don't feel super satisfying to be to play. They sure. are, uh, every single one of their games, the only way I can describe it is you are constantly pressing every button. Yeah. You are always pressing or doing something. You can't not. <laughs> Just Yes. Oh, it's very active, yeah. Well, in yeah. the the way that game is set up, control scheme wise, like it's X and Y are your attacks. You hold down R the entire time because you want to constantly be firing your gun, and then mm. right trigger is how you dodge or sprint. So the entire game, your hands like the this controller. The, the entire time. game is you're kind of like clawing and doing this nonsense nonstop. And like when it clicks, yeah. it's great. When it doesn't, you're just like, man, fuck the shit. <laughs> just throw <laughs> your controller. <laughs> <laughs> getting upset i played yeah, on yeah. normal i didn't the other uh i was told the other two difficulties are like crazy difficult uh specifically the last one where it's pretty much one shot one kill mm. um but yeah it the hardest parts of that game for me were uh specifically the credit scene because like i almost got through the entire credits without having to get anyone to help me um mm. but then the bullet hell like I found myself, I didn't blink for like 45 seconds because the bullet hell is so crazy. Mm. And I died. And then as I started to try more and more, I was like, this is impossible. Like there's there's no way. I'm just going to, okay. Oh, they're going to give me, oh, okay. I see what's happening here. Now I can get through this, that type of right. stuff, which I think is what maybe happens to everyone. They're, um, sorry, we keep accidentally backtracking to control, but just really fast. That's a great uh, game. I had a couple <laughs> of moments in control where, uh, everything would finally be dead and i'd be like oh my god my eyes hurt so bad because i was just like yeah. <laughs> like don't don't blink because <laughs> they throw so many enemies at you sometimes yeah yo that the level where you're going up around the thing in the middle no i'm gonna sure. you have to enemies were coming out of like Everywhere. I assume my butt cracked because they would just appear behind me. I was jump scaring myself. I was like, oh, fuck. I, just, I love that level. It was so fun. Scariest yeah. thing I've ever done because I didn't know. I was busy fighting a guy who's like, I have a shield of rocks and you can't hit me. And then mm. like an explodey thing would come up behind me. I'm like, I hate you. I yeah. Hate I, I, I just kill all of you. Oh, yeah. They got me. I was ready to murder every hiss in that building. I was mm. pissed. Trying to think of the... I play a lot of FPSs. We'll go that way. So the shooting wasn't necessarily the hardest part for me in that game. Gravity was because yeah, I would just, just like, like back up and fall I, off. Of well, shit I would all the just time. start. 
I would use the game mechanic that happens halfway through to where you don't necessarily have to touch the ground that often. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I would find myself just like waiting off into the distance and then hold down. And I just slowly would go down to my demise and then I would die. And I'd, the minute, the minute I got that like superhero landing, I was so happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't use that that often. Cause I, the only time I would, I never found myself touching the ground that often. Uh, I like barely ever use the flying mechanic. Yeah? yeah. I felt like that was when the game hit peak gameplay for me. That's when I was like, oh, this is sick. Like I can, I don't have I to do, worry about this. I'm so sorry to everybody who's watching. That's like, fuck, I thought I was safe from hearing about <laughs> control. But um, I do think that it's cool that people kept coming into my chat and being like, it's interesting that everyone I've watched play this game plays it differently. Yeah. Like they give you enough to work with that that the people kind of come up with their own play styles for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it it's a good game though. I'm I'm controls really good. I'll definitely Everything be talking okay, about that. Everything okay, Jenna? A lot. Yeah, okay. I don't. I think they're static when she talks, so she's uh, gotcha. attempting to, yeah, to fix that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like I'm scared to even talk. About oh, now it sounds fine. Does it, it sound fine? Now? Totally fine to me. Whoa, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. I was typing this massively long essay to you guys during the entire near discussion. Yay. <laughs> um, hooray. No, I've been hearing you guys like you have a Dalek filter on your voices Here. the entire time. And so Here. I keep on asking you chat, like, are you guys hearing like static? Because obviously I'm more concerned about the VOD overall. It's like if if what I'm right. transmitting, uh, you know, stream wise is what I'm hearing. Oh my gosh, there's a major issue. So I didn't care about the fact that um, that I've been hearing you guys like that. I was more concerned about them. And then they're like, right. oh, there's just nothing but static when you talk. So I'm like, I can't talk. I, guess I can't. I won't yeah, talk. that was coming yeah. in through the, the call as well. But yeah, it seems fine now. It seems all good. Yeah, I, I didn't hear anything oh, okay. ever. So. Yeah. Um, and then in terms oh. of what else have I been playing? I played a lot of, going back to the Schluter stuff, I guess Borderlands 3 like decided that I'm going to become a Destiny fan because I've been playing a lot of Destiny. There's a huge expansion coming out on the first, which I'm pretty excited for now, even more so. But I played through like all of the last expansion, or at least the story. Mm. Destiny's a kind of a good game. Well, let me let. Not for the reasons of gameplay. Yeah, let's let's pinpoint. What do you not like about Destiny? I don't like the way they tell story in Destiny. They tell story very interesting. I and interesting could be taken both positive and negative in that sense, and in, in the way I'm trying to use it. It. Yeah, I Bungie like- has this weird way of both telling a story and also telling gameplay of like, we're going to be cryptic. Right. We're, yeah, we're not going to tell you all this. We're not going to tell you what's actually happening. I don't. We're not like, going to tell you how this works. What does this actually do? I don't know. It's the same thing that I don't like that Blizzard does sometimes, especially in WoW, where they're like, "Oh, well, if you want to know, we wrote a book about it, and you can go buy that extra thing to tell you the story between expansions, or to tell you." And it's like just put it in the game, and they're like, "Well, we can't, we can't do that because if we did that, you know, it would just be a bunch of cutscenes." And it's like, yeah, that's not my effing problem. Sure, it's hard to tell a story. Buy all of our mixed media if we just yeah, put everything in the game. Yeah, I, I get yeah. why you do it as a business strategy. I just don't like it, and I've never liked it. I think it always sucks, even the stuff I love. So it has nothing to do with me. Like, thinking when, De- Destiny gameplay is fun. Yeah, I just don't like the fact of what I'm doing and people being like, 
no time to explain what's going on. Go out there and kill 80 guys. And you're like, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, the, so I think in the bar, we lost a little bit of audio. So we're talking about destiny two right now. Cause I've been playing over the weekend. Um, when was the last time you played story wise or story stuff for destiny? Or when was uh, the last time you played Destiny? Because I feel like they've gotten better at it. Well, I have it on PC. Uh, it's part yeah. of my Blizzard, you know. N- Not n- until October 1st, and then it's gone. Because right. Bungie's, Bungie's indie as fuck now. Uh, But I I mean, the last time they released the thing was when Forsaken, I played. maybe? Okay. Yeah. And it so was, you saw the thing with like the brother and sister and that type of stuff. Okay. That's what I played there last night. It was like this. And with Cade. You saw the Cade storyline stuff? Yeah. That was, yeah. I mean. It's all stuff that I was like, well, that was that was neat. I think what they what they do is tell really good confined stories. Like when Destiny Two came out, I thought the Destiny Two story was just fine. I had no problems with yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. I was with like, that, all yeah. right, very simple, but I enjoyed what I did. I think their biggest problem is they they've never properly world built. They have so many cool. They have so many cool things going on in Destiny. Destiny's universe has like. Five different enemies. Everyone has their own objectives. There's so much stuff going on, and they never take the time to properly flesh any of it out. It's always like either ham-fisted into a thing or a guy talking to you while you're fighting off waves of enemies or go read a supplemental thing that we created. It's never like, hey, here's some really cool world building that we're going to tell you. It's, it's, It's frustrating because... Games like I always go now I can go to control, but I always go back to like Destiny, for example. But control is a great example where it takes place in one building, but the world building they do is like outside this building, there's some crazy shit out there. And just like you know, the Shawshank Redemption thing they you know that's in that that's the 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 big thing for the game. Like once you pull back the poster, there's something like it's a new reality, just like with death with uh dishonored, it was like it takes place in this one city, but we're going to world build the shit out of like another continent and the rest of the kingdom and this mm. weird, crazy world out there and all these characters that you're not even going to meet, but we're going to let you know they exist and tell you stuff about them and drop hints. Destiny never does that properly. They The things exist, but they're not done in a way that's like intriguing. They're done in a way that's like, that's that, that's that faction. They're bad. <laughs> well, yeah. I d- it upsets me. That's all. I want to. I want it to be better than it is because I actually like the combat and I yeah. like the like jumping on my cool scooter that I you know. Oh man, I got a I got an exotic one last night when I hit yeah. fifty. I hit max level. And they're like, here's this, and it's got flames and shit on it. It's fun. Some of those are cool as shit. My spaceship straight up looks like I'm I'm cowboy bopping through the galaxy. Yeah. I love that stuff. I think it's so much fun, but you know, at the end of the day. I'm not going to go back to your game if I don't care about the universe that it takes place in because that's just who I am as a player. Mm, like if yeah. I'm not into it and there's nothing in there for me story or lore wise, I'm not going to do it just because like I got a new gun. Like that's not what defines me as a, as a game player. Yeah. Right? It's weird. Cause I found myself in the past, like I'm realizing it now that I've both been on multiple shows where I've shit and also praised on destiny. and now i'm like thinking like man so maybe it's just i'm playing it at the right times in the wrong times uh in my own life to where i'm just enjoying that aspect of the game uh it's it's a weird game uh yeah i feel like also i was talking with i don't want to out the person but i was talking with a person who is kind of involved 
or has been involved with kind of the development behind it. I feel like they've made that game four times, like mm-hmm. Destiny 1 and 2, and then they've rebooted it for Forsaken, and now they're rebooting it again outside of the guise of Activision now. I'm like, hopefully this is the one where they nail it. Um, that must be so weird. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, yeah. I think I think for them, like, you can watch a lot of their, their vidocs or whatever they call them, and, and you can see, like, they they're all trying not to say like we could we have control of our own destiny like that's got to be the easiest mm-hmm. joke to make <laughs> the company and all your videos but right. it's probably true like those guys probably have so much weight lifted off of their back from like corporate overlords no longer being there and thinking like we have to make this money it's they're all in it for themselves now rather than mm-hmm. for a bigger company it's a, it's kind of exciting it's a very passionate team i've been to the studio they know what they're doing i think at least from my perspective their biggest problem always was quote like corporate overlords yeah because you look at the game they're trying to make it's a shooter with a story like a story heavy and the core audience one would assume for an fps game is not like i'm in it for the lore right Mm -hmm. and so i i feel like in their mind they were trying to create both but they were told make this game have people explode like no one cares about your story because the story existed clearly they took the time to write the lore they obviously wanted it in the game it just wasn't there so i feel like they were pressured to do a lot of things that probably weren't in their best interest but someone somewhere in a suit was like break out money we've got to get this shipped out you know yeah yeah so i'm curious to see what happens i'm i'm pretty excited for the the shadow keep expansion which comes out i think next tuesday i'll be jumping cool. in there and seeing what that is it's going like free to play ish it, it's a weird thing but it's going to steam i think you can play the game for free but not play all aspects of the game for free you can you have to buy certain aspects and certain storylines and stuff like that mm-hmm. there's no more levels in the game anymore after that so you don't have to it's just like your light level and then gear is getting stats i think like gear stats are back so Pretty big changes for Destiny people. If you don't play Destiny, then none of it really matters too much to you. But mm. um, I think apart from that, Surge 2 is the only other game that I've been playing. And that's a, I'm so conflicted on that game. I've never... Surge 2? <laughs> yeah. I didn't like Surge 1. I felt Surge 1 was still a bad Dark Souls game. Okay. Um, and I think Surge, Surge, 2 is, Surge 2 is definitely a better Surge game. But I just have some issues, and I think a lot of them are hardware-based. And I'm, I'm grabbing my controller leaning forward here. I have an Elite controller, and when you do this on the stick and you let go, it waggles back over to the other side. So in, in Surge, you have to lock on by pressing this in, and then you use this to choose what body part you're going to attack on that person. That's already too complicated for me as, a, as an old, old man. I'm like... So, <laughs> And it's how you get gear. It's how you get weapons. You target body parts that have armor on them. Or if you, they have like a uh, weapon in their right hand, then you have to target their weapon and or their right hand. Then they'll drop that weapon so you can use it. But when it has a waggle and you do that and it waggles back over and you lose your right hand target and now you're targeting the left foot, it's unbelievably infuriating. <laughs> because nothing ever works in terms of what you're trying to do and the other thing too is the game uses um what do they call it in game 
like positional pairing. So if you've played For Honor, is a decent example. Exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. If you've seen For Honor's parry system, it's that, but you're fighting multiple enemies in a Dark Souls environment. And you can only see one, from what I understand, I've only spent like four or five hours in the game. You can only see one enemy's parry blocks at you at a time. So you have no idea. Like the only way you can do is you can like dodge roll backwards, basically. Kind of the same issues I have with For Honor, honestly, in terms of this, this whole system just failing for me. Um, so I get into a combat situation with two people, two enemies, and it, I'm just like fumbling through this whole situation. And it's, it's an active parry, so it's not just hold up and you'll block. It's hold up right when they're about to hit you and everyone has a different attack animation, so you have to like get clued into that. So I'm having issues with the game at the moment but a lot of them are on my own hardware issues. So I'm going to play some more and, and get a fully fleshed out opinion. It just sounds so hard. It's, like, it's a it very complicated so game. It's a very complicated game. They like took the formula for Dark Souls and mixed in a lot of their own stuff. So the way that the crafting and gear works, you target body parts, you get gear for that. Once they'll drop the blueprint, not the gear, so if you target the left hand, it's got a sword in it. They drop the blueprint for the sword. And then if you go fight other people around that same side and hit the same hand with the same weapon, they'll drop tokens, basically, or the equivalency of like uh, gear parts, I think is maybe what they're called. And then those gear parts can be used to finally build that weapon. And then you need the next rank to upgrade that weapon. And like, I am maybe four or five hours in, and I think I've seen like 12 weapons at this point. Um, and they all have stats to them and they have different like weapon types and there's gear parts. There's a head, a body, a left, a right arm and a left and right, uh, leg. And so a lot of it is like farming that stuff. Um, there's a battery system. So the way that they get around like the Estus flask from dark souls or the healing is you have three batteries and these can be. Uh, maxed five. I don't know if like mobs drop them or bosses drop them or what. Mm. But as you deal damage, as you attack, the battery fills up. And then you can either eat that battery. And I say eat, you don't like actually eat a battery. It's like eat that consumable thing and it will heal you. You can eat it and it will store a heal or you can eat it and that's how you chop off these different body parts to get these weapon drops or these armor drops. So it's kind of this weird resource system of like, I have two charges right now. I have very little health, but I want to kill this guy and get this weapon. So should I heal and then execute this guy? Or should I heal twice and then reload the game and fight this guy again? Or, and that's kind of like the, the give and pull or the, the push and take of the game. Um, and all of this is happening in like, very fast combat like the combat is just dark souls combat so you're making these like very quick decisions through all this resource stuff and if you have like a dark souls trained brain <laughs> you're just sitting here like mashing the button and looking for the evade window when in actuality you have to like target the right body part make sure mm -hmm. that you like get the perfect parry set up make sure that oh i need to actually heal here or oh maybe i should store this because there's another guy up ahead of me that i gotta fight so it's just a lot. Like I'm, I'm balancing a lot when I play the game, and I haven't quite decided if I enjoy that aspect of it yet. Sounds mm. so hard. It yeah. sounds so difficult. 
yeah i i generally do not have issues with dark souls games uh in terms of like the difficulty mm. i'm definitely having issues with this um but it's not because i i think it's just a hard game and i think mm. i also don't understand some aspects of it like maybe i'm playing too aggressive and not defensively enough i, I don't know it's a weird game though for sure um and they've definitely definitely improved on their own like take on what the surge is um so it's cool that they're iterating on that whole process story-wise couldn't tell you what's happened the surge happened and i was on a plane and the plane crashed and i was the only survivor and i woke up in a prison i don't know what else is going on <laughs> um and the environments are very busy uh so much so that in Dark Souls, I think it's pretty clear to like understand an environment and you'll remember the path to get down there or you'll unlock a shortcut or right. like get to a shortcut, unlock and be like, oh, this connects with that. The, they're so, the environments are so busy that I unlock a shortcut and I'm like, all right, where the hell is <laughs> right? this? Yeah. What is this? That's lead? not ideal. I think this is where I was. I don't know. I'm, and then when I die or when you die, instead of your souls just existing and staying there, there's a timer. And the timer aspect of it gives me so much anxiety because it's like, hey, your body's going to disappear in two minutes. Right. And you got to kill all those guys. Yeah, no, thank you. To get there again. So you better hurry. Or those 12,000 souls that's right here with the timer next to it, that's going to keep ticking down. You better move. Start moving. You better go. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> the game yeah. is already mechanically difficult. Yeah. The timer yeah. is just added stress in a game that's already <laughs> like stressful not necessary yeah. yeah it's like added stress just for the sake of stress uh is how i look at it but we'll see i i know uh ko is like in love with this game ko carnage who's mm. on drop frames and so he's i think he put a bunch of hours into it today so i'm eager to see what he says tomorrow because i think he fought like the first true boss and the boss encounters are much more than get this hp bar to zero um so it might be enough to like push me forward but right the game seems somewhat hard um, and hard for the reasons of like, or because of the reasons of complexity is, is how I would say. Oh man, it has mixed reviews on Steam. Really? I think it had yeah. like, I saw it had like a 75 or something Metacritic yesterday when the review embargo broke. So I don't know. They said all the reviews were like, oh, it's better than the first one and it'll fill your void if you want more Dark Souls, but uh, it looks Dark like Souls. most. Most of the negative reviews are about performance. But like really? There are a lot of performance problems for people, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's, I think, everything I've been playing. Yeah, Mostly. I'm trying to think if I... I played, played some more Apple Arcade games. That's a hell of a thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's... Apple Arcade's weird. It's like... Do you know the problem that, that Apple's always had for the longest time? What's that, Jesse? You seem like you need to uh, get I'm something out. Okay. Go do your thing. Apple's always had the same, or for me, mobile games have always had the issue of I open up the iOS store and in front of me is a billion games, none of which I know any are good. And I have no way to know if any are good. Mm. I just have to like, oh, this one is a editor's choice. Maybe this one's good. I don't know. So then Apple Arcade comes out, which is free right now for the first month. I think it's like $5 a month after that. And all of the games that are within its programmer labeled apple arcade games and from the six that i've downloaded so far they've all been great really so if this keeps up <laughs> yeah go ahead 
This is what I was on about. Was one of them Sinar Wild Hearts? Yes. Game is. That's an old game, isn't it? I don't uh, know. No, it just came out. Uh, it's Annapurna, I believe. Yeah. It is great. Like it's like a uh, like. I want to say. Oh yeah. At first, I was like, "Oh, what a fun Dodger, would like this Rails game. music game." At a certain point, it is so Sorry, much I was thinking of something else. It's gonna yeah. actually be. It's so effing cool. This game. Yeah. It's great, Dodger. You will. It's a it's stream worthy. You will. It looks like it's a that. rhythm game, yeah, or a dance game. Uh, or yes, something. yes. It. <laughs> I don't want to be unfair to the game, but it's a rhythm game where your success does not matter. Okay. <laughs> like it, it. I don't know if there's a fail state in the game. Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong. Can you fail in this game? I haven't, but uh, I imagine because there's like fights. Yeah. <laughs> But, like i don't know you know can you lose those i have no clue i don't know here's here's the setup for the game queen latifah starts speaking and then she talks about the astral projection world and then music starts playing and it becomes a rhythm game and that's huh. all I'm, that's all i think me and jesse need to say <laughs> yeah it is so it's great yeah. i don't uh yeah no explanation needed it's wild uh, that's mm-hmm. Sayonara Hearts for that. And you can get it for free on Apple Arcade if you just give them your credit card. Free being they're going to charge you next month when you forget. <laughs> yeah. But like, you like what else? Uh, what the Golf game is great. It's just like a... It's not a golf game, but it kind of is. But it, I don't want to explain more than that. Uh, that game's great. Grindstone is uh, like this weird match game kind of. Um, that gets very difficult towards later levels. Uh, enjoyed that. I haven't opened Ocean Horn 2 yet, but apparently it's like a pretty large RPG. Um, Exit the Gungeon, which is a side-scroller Enter the Gungeon, um, is really good. I mean, it's great. Um, there's a couple other ones that I haven't tried yet. There's a new Choo Choo Rocket game, if you're familiar with that franchise at all. Mm. Um, there's a, like, every single one that I've played is pretty good, pretty quality. Um, so I'll probably keep the sub active. So whenever I travel, I just go download a bunch of Apple arcade games and and move forward. I've seen a lot of comparisons saying that it's as if the original Xbox Live Arcade games were all released at the same time in the first week. It's like that quality um, from back in the day, which is really cool. interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Do you have Do you have to have an Apple device to play them? Yes, and it has to be on iOS. 13 uh, i know that uh sayonara might well sayonara is on ps4 right you can right. get sayonara on ps4 okay and maybe switch i don't know switch i do know that's on ps4 but everything else is yeah you have to have a switch playstation ios chris there you go damn 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 play on switch that's easy enough yeah just don't get the uh I heard that handheld version. The new one is already starting to see the joystick drift nonsense. The light? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the new one is. I saw like, I saw one report. So maybe it doesn't mean all switches will start doing this, but it's kind of crap. That sucks. Yeah. Um, I got, I got really dumb little, my child likes to pick up electronics and then just yeet them across the room. So everything has like padding on it now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um so i have like a big cover 
a big like thick cover on my switch now but i also found little uh joystick covers like um that make the actual like top of the stick a little bit bigger yeah and now i can't play without them it feels oh. so t my hands are small and they feel like too tiny without the little covers on now which is so silly but uh yeah if ever if you uh sometimes feel like your finger slips off of the joystick or like yeah. it's a little too small um you can get uh stick covers like super easy peasy that make huh. it just a little bit bigger it's nice yeah nice uh i don't know if you guys are last of us fans and i might be jumping the gun here for news but february 21st next year is when that game comes out just mm. announced wow i'm pretty yeah, excited yeah. for that i'm like man they always do this these sons of bitches i'm like through the <laughs> roof about that be out of control this year was out of control next hey year I'm, a, I'm all for that man i don't I mind it i can't be doing this uh <laughs> what, what day mean? is that what day is that uh, February 21st. I don't know what actual day it is of the week. I would assume a Tuesday or a Friday. Oh, thank God. All right. I what, was, which day is it? What? Is... Oh, I don't know. I was just worried that Cyberpunk... Cyberpunk's April. So my heart... I was like, yeah. I can't be playing long-ass games! Cyberpunk <laughs> comes out a week before my wedding, Jesse. All right? So don't talk oh, to me fuck. about being busy. Okay? I've always yeah. been against marriage, my friend. <laughs> Run away with me. Let's get out of here. Let's go. <laughs> I'll take you away. <laughs> Aaron was like, you don't have to fly down until like Thursday. Like, maybe Friday morning if you want to continue playing the game. It's up to you. It's like, come on now. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not going to miss the wedding, but thank you. It's, you know, <laughs> miss your that. own wedding. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Anyways, I, I'm a diehard Last of Us fan, so I've been waiting for that. There's also a trailer associated with it, but I don't know if I want to watch it. Mm. I can yeah, only have uh, so much a bunch hype. Of people, yeah, a bunch of people that I know watch that trailer and were like, I cried. I cried through the whole thing. And I'm like, maybe I'm not going to watch that then. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. My, my faucet is really easy to turn. So I cried at that Warcraft trailer today. And I found myself thinking, like, why the, what the fuck? I don't care about. I haven't played this game in a while. Why do I care about Thrall and Sourfang? Yeah, it's a weird thing. I oh, spent wonderful. I spent like a decent number of years when I was in college. Where, where like I never cried about. I don't know anything. where this is going. Oh, okay. All right. Nothing made me sorry. <laughs> nothing made me cry ever. And then it was weird. At some point, there was just a switch that happened, yeah. and now I like. Anything can make me cry. I can, there was, a, there was like a couple of really, really dumb commercials that were on last oh Christmas oh where boy. people in Sam's family would like walk into the room while I was watching TV and I'd be like, <laughs> they were like, what, what are you watching? There was a really cute commercial with a lion and <laughs> it's bad. It's way too well. easy, way too easy to make me cry. So yeah, if somebody comes to me and says, I watched this trailer, it made me tear up a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to do that another time. Then. <laughs> yeah, don't watch that the Warcraft one for sure. I don't know yeah. if you have already, but that one's intense. I, what? Is, what? <laughs> Never mind. I can't. No, Was it not intense for you as the diehard Warcraft fan? Did you not care? Not necessarily care, but you cared. It depends, it depends on which, like, so 
today was a big day for for not classic. I know most people are like, it's not classic. Why does it matter? Shut up. Yeah. Uh, Retail. Enjoy things. Uh, but Battle for Azeroth had like a big patch today that ended one of the story bits. I know it's been pretty controversial since a lot of like characters that you know and love things happened and changed. Um, but yeah, people lived, people died, things happened. Uh, there were two big story cinematics today. Uh, one was an in-game one and one was like an actual digital thing. The, the yes. CGI, like a CGI thing. Yes. Um, it was the CGI thing. I was like, that was neat, but, but I like saw it coming a mile away. So it didn't affect me that much. Like I knew it was going and maybe to Maybe that's why. Cause I've only, I've only watched those trailers. I have not played the Yeah. Game. Like I, I've been ruined by my ability to, to like pick the low hanging fruit of plot. I was like, Oh, I know what's going to happen. But the scene that's in game that takes place before that, when you like start the mission, yeah, thank you. Predicted it back in Legion. I was in it. I know what's up. Uh, the scene that takes place uh, before that's like the in-game cinematic. That shit when they're just like sitting there talking and having like a convo. I was like, motherfucker, I've been playing this game goddamn fifteen. <laughs> speaking to me, I was like, I feel you. It wasn't like full of tears, but I like there was water here. I was like, goddamn, yeah. Oh yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, I remember playing this game back in the beginning. And to watch characters that you know sure. admit their faults in all the shitty decisions that have been made over the course of 15 years of a game and then be like, boy, we fucked up bad. And you're like, I want to hug you guys. Like, <laughs> we're so much yeah. better than this. Oh, yeah. It was very, very cool. I thought that was neat. Uh, but the real story... No one's talking about this. Uh-huh. All these scenes take place. Uh, earlier in the expansion, there was a moment where you as a player, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Battle for Azeroth was, uh, even though it's one of those things where it's like a double meaning, where it's like we're fighting for the planet because old gods, but we're also fighting each other. And we're gonna, like, right, whatever. Right. Early on, uh, you had the choice between allying with Sylvanas or not. And if you didn't, and you were like, F that bitch, uh, you got, you know, your whole storyline where you were you were pretending to be in service to her, but not really. But if you did ally with her, after all the scenes today, there was one extra scene. Uh-huh. And uh, you got to experience this if you were her ally. And it has literally nothing to do with plot or anything. It's just, I'm going to say a dirty scene. I'm going to say, I'm going to hold up a finger because Jenna just left. I th- oh. Yeah, I want to hold uh, on. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, mute mute as long as our fingers are up. Once our fingers come down, you can unmute. Okay, go. I'm pretty sure that like one of the things that you see is like Savannah's fucks down. She <laughs> fucks down. Nathanos Blake calling her like love you, baby. And you're like, Really? What? Are they fucking? Oh, I think it's happening. <laughs> you get a bonus scene where they're like, see you later, love. And I'm like, these motherfuckers. Have they been paying this entire time? I think they have. I think they have. I think they have. And here's what's crazy. According to legend, the character model for Nathanos Blightcaller is a dev who just really loves 
Sylvanas. Which oh makes it, no, this is like oh god, is boning that chick, and I'm like, this is like Powerpuff Girls all over again. I, I don't know what this. I know what power. I don't know how that relates to power. I let's move on. There was okay. <laughs> Ridiculous! It is so crazy. Somebody out there understands what I'm trying to say. Okay, all right. <laughs> put that out there. That if you sided with Sylvanas, the one treat you get at the end of this expansion is like, oh, you now are aware that the two leaders of your faction definitely fuck. So there you go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. All right. Should we explain uh, the Powerpuff Girl thing? Yeah, what is the Powerpuff Girls thing? How does that relate? Oh, What's going on? there was uh so in I'm I'm trying to if I can get this right, when they rebooted Powerpuff Girls, there I mean, was a we'll character, agree to whatever you say, so you can just lie. There was a yeah, character that they introduced that Blossom yeah. was obsessed with, who is based off of one of the people who was working on the show. And everybody was like, that's really creepy. Why did you create a character that is literally you that one of these girls is in love with? Super weird. weird. <laughs> yeah. That's real no weird. Um, that's like real, but legend has it that's the truth about this Warcraft thing, <laughs> which makes it like even funnier i'm just like when i watched i had to go on wowhead to watch the scene because i didn't so i was be careful are we back in spoilers no no, no. i was just like oh it was so funny i laughed for like a good five minutes i was like uh all right since we i'm taking over jenna has requested that i take over for for the end of the show okay um so are there any games that are coming out that you're excited for? Games that came out this week that you haven't had a chance to touch yet that you really want to get your handies on? Um, uh, let me just tell Last you of that, Us 2, uh, February 21st. 20. That is very far away. <laughs> I won't be here next coming, week. I have, to get my, I have to get it on now. <laughs> coming up soon. <laughs> Quest 2. Cat Quest 2. Cat Quest 2. I'm ready. Huh. Oh, I'm so excited. The first one was a game that I played because I thought it looked stupid and dumb, and I loved it for some reason. I don't know why or how. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And uh, I'm Cat over- Quest 2, co-op with dog. With dog. Can I- All right. <clears throat> JP, have you ever heard of Cat Quest? No. All right. No. I'm going to figure a spoiler for, the, for, the, for everyone out there. Okay, really? Okay. Uh, cat Quest is a game where you – it's kind of like a Zelda-y game. Where you as a cat go across the overworld and kill like you're a like a like a night cat and you are in a cat kingdom and you go around and you slay all these different uh, enemies and there's like an evil cat wizard and there you know it's a very basic plot but underneath that basic plot you find like stones and ruins and it's like wait a minute is this on Earth and humans are dead like it's that kind of shit oh it's, really. It's crazy. It's like Tokyo and Jungle shit. It's wild. And so the minute- But it's very fun. It's very cute and fun. Yeah. It, like the gameplay is super fun, but there's like a layer to it that is like very Jesse. Like, oh, we're about to get weird. So <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's it's a cool game. All right. Pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, right. So Cat Quest 2 is coming out. Um, There's a game called Stygian. That is coming out in a few days that I'm excited for. It's like a Lovecraftian RPG oh. thing. Stygian? Um, Stygian, yeah. I assume S-T-Y? S-T-Y-G-I-A-N. Yeah, Stygian. Mm, Stygian game. God, that's a great name, terrible name for a game. <laughs> that is really hard <laughs> to find. Is uh, it Stygian Reign of the Old Gods? Yes. 
Uh, oh, the Colonel Sanders game came out today. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Dukes, make time. We should play. Yeah, we got it. That's that's the dating sim, right? Dating yeah. simulator? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The yeah. KFC dating simulator. <laughs> I wasn't sure what type of game it was, but yeah. I knew it was a thing. I'm also uh, trying to Very make time silly. in my life to jump into Greedfall. Everything I hear, people are like, Yo, that story's yeah. going to be right up your alley. I'm just like, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I also, the look on your face, JP. I really liked it. Well, <laughs> it's not my type of game. So I sure. inherently, I don't necessarily think it, it didn't grab me, but I think the story is kind of interesting. It also looks really good. Like mm. it looks like that game in my mind, that game should not look that good, but it looks far beyond what it should actually look like <laughs> to the point of being a good looking game. Okay. <laughs> which is my way of talking about that game also by the way go back going back to that colonel sanders yes i'm gonna ruin that game for you ready i'm ready it looks like dj wheat i'm fine with dj wheat selling me chicken i've always expected you know i had that pointed out to me and it's like i don't want to play a dating sim uh, now i i don't want to bone down <laughs> yeah i don't i don't I agree never, with... whoa 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 the chicken game is not about licking it's about chicken don't get it weird don't get it strange it's about delicious chicken right not sex there's okay. nothing dirty about a big bucket of greasy thighs there is right. if wheat's selling it to me you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what type of herbs he's putting into that anyways go ahead just jokes ran its course uh, the, the other game that uh, looks kind of interesting is Flotsam. It's like a survival game where you use trash in the ocean to make didn't a that, uh, village. Did that come out? Are it, is that uh, out it's on something? It's going to be in early access. Okay. I think I thought I've seen something about that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what's it's on my ball radar. Ball yeah. If there's anything else that you guys would like to mention before we wrap up last of us two february 21st you're really amped for this game man it's probably one of my favorite games of all time yeah it's in the list it's in the top three i think for sure <laughs> so and then uh next tuesday is the destiny expansion did we, did, we did we learn anything else before we wrap up from hmm. state of play today or was it literally just last of us i i there were other games in there uh, I have not looked to see. I did not watch it or anything, but I do know other games were shown. I don't know if they were okay. new or what. All right. Mm. Um, let me see if the PlayStation account. What about that uh, that Batman thing? There, oh, yeah. I Batman. forgot about that. Mm. What's going on with that? I don't know. Hmm. It's just teasers, right? I don't think we know anything, do we? Yeah, I don't, I th I don't think so. Um, there's some more Star Wars stuff for the uh, new Star Wars game. Friday. Also, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast just came out on the PS4 today. Oh, dang. <laughs> that was something that was in the state of play. Um, Last of Us is part of the PlayStation Plus <clears throat> October lineup, because of course it is. Uh, there's new Call of Duty. Car, Call of Dirty. Wow, Call of Dirty. Call, Call of Dirty. <laughs> Call of Duty uh, had a new trailer. There was a game called Humanity that was okay. shown, a PlayStation VR game. 
Oh, uh, oh, oh, that's different. The Humanities, a PSVR game? Yeah. That looks weird. Did you guys play Tetris Effect, by the way? I have to continue my constant preaching about Tetris Effect. If not, you should play it. We got the we got the PlayStation VR kit so that I could play it in VR because you were like, yo, Tetris Effect in VR like changed my life. And so uh Sam as a gift for me got me the the PlayStation VR setup yeah. so that I could play it because I love Tetris so much. And then we realized that we also needed to buy a camera and we never bought the camera. That's the end of that story. <laughs> really? It yeah. And they sell you PlayStation VR without the camera? Yeah. We complained about it a little bit, and everybody was like, it tells you that you're supposed to buy the camera separately, so this is your fault. We were like, okay, we're not going to complain weird. about this anyway. But it did seem weird that, the, yeah, the VR the VR bundle that you buy um, doesn't include the camera. You have to buy that separately. That's really weird. I know. Um, I just keep forgetting to, to buy it so that I can finally experience Tetris Effect because I refuse to play it without VR. It's, it's on the Epic Game Store now as well, so if you have the PC... If you have a PC VR solution, you can use that. Talk about a game that'll make you cry for no reason, Dodger. Tetris will actually make you cry. I'm sure it will. Not from Rage. Yes. I'm just saying that game has a... It's beautiful, right? It's just beautiful. <sighs> I don't know even how to describe it, but maybe beautiful is a way. <laughs> Jess, that, what's happening yeah, to you? Jesse's losing his mind over there. Uh, this I is it. You're closing out the show right now. What are you closing out the show with? What is what is what is this on look on Twitter, your face? Go to at humanity underscore game and watch the trailer and try to figure out what the hell is going on there. Oh, is that the one where I saw the thing where they're running at each other? And it turns into like uh, escalators. Is that the it, same trailer? It is something, all right. I don't yeah. know what's happening. I don't, I don't know what I'm witnessing. At first, I was like, oh, I get this game. By the end, I was like, I don't know what I'm seeing at all. So yeah, there, that's that's that for you out there, kids. Great. Yeah, so I didn't know what afterwards. I expected with the game named Humanity from the Tetris Effect people, but <laughs> oh. amazing. Oh, that's from um, the Tetris Effect. Oh, oh, isn't it? I don't. I don't, I, I was it? just saying in relation. I was just preaching about Tetris Effect. If it is, then I'm actually excited for that game. <laughs> if that's from the Res Studios people, that's who it made. is. It 100 is. What? Yep. <laughs> I thought, I thought that's why you were talking about it. All right. I have to play this game now. I will watch the trailer. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the Co-Optional Podcast. It was a delight to do it, a delight to have all of you. Uh, we're going to go one at a time and tell you who we are, what we do, and where you can find us. So let's have our lovely guest, JP, go first. What do you got coming up this week, JP? Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm glad I was finally able to get on here. I know uh, mm -hmm. Jenna and I had been trying to for... I don't know, months at this point, uh, get me <laughs> on here, but dentist appointments. And we also got shows that come on after this. So there's just schedules and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? I appreciate the time. Uh, and, and for you guys, let me join on the show. Uh, mm. In terms of what's coming up next. Uh, lots of role play. <laughs> lots of role play. Yeah, we got Surge 2 tomorrow after dropped frames. Uh, probably be playing some more Destiny on the stream and the next week, definitely Destiny. Um, role play is kind of on a break this week because the TwitchCon, but we should be back next Tuesday um and next saturday as well for our other show and then jesse and i gotta figure out when he's gonna be doing his new show uh star wars bullshit Ooh, uh, fun. <laughs> um, is all done yes yeah it's been done a couple months now two or three Aww. months something like that yeah 
we, we bid farewell to that show. So mm. uh, that's all over on my channel, twitch.tv slash me JP. Uh, we go live every single day with something at 1 p.m. Eastern. So we'd love to have you guys over there. <laughs> Appreciate it. Mm. Jessup? Uh, expect to see the end of control on the channel. There's, uh, I don't know, maybe four episodes this bad boy left. Maybe one giant, the things we missed episode. Uh, and then back to not doing any more Let's Plays because it's not worth my time. I love you all, but uh, I did this because <laughs> I love Control. Um, and then Saturday will be a Gentleman's Gaming Club based on Bayonetta. So get ready for that nonsense. Exciting. And then uh, I'm working on a new show that uh, if you seem to recall that I've been really amped on some guy who like knows yes. a lot of facts about games well that's coming yes. soon as well. so awesome. get ready for that and um yeah just i i will be at uh twitchcon this weekend <gasps> you um, will i will i saturday uh mild oddballs reunion really yes oh, my voice just cracked i'm really excited about it apparently. <laughs> really which uh, <clears throat> clip show which i believe is at one 45 on Saturday uh, is myself, Octopimp, and Morgan Webb. Oh, awesome. Um, yes, and our lovely host, we will all be there and uh, just being dumb and watching the best clips of the year from Twitch. So tune in for that nonsense. It should be lovely. Other than that, I'm just floating around. I think I have a signing at four on Saturday. I ain't really doing much. So <laughs> nice. Perfect. You um, there too, Jenna. right, Brooke? Well, yes, you'll be at I am going to be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi, I guys. Um, I'm Dodger. You can find me at Dex Bonus on pretty much everything. I will be at TwitchCon this weekend. I'm actually um, running a booth at Artist Alley with my lovely artist, Danny. Uh, we're going to be selling cat gang stuff. We've got like a, a Twitch specific shirt that he's designed and one other one that we're revealing at TwitchCon and then they'll go up in uh, our store later. But yeah, we're bringing a bunch of stuff. That's where you can find me all weekend. Uh, if you want to come by, say hi, anything, feel free. That's literally where I'm going to be. I'm doing one other panel, I think, um, and then a thing at the very end. So other than that, I'm, I'm just going to be chilling at the booth. So I would love to say hi and see you guys. Um, we did finish Control last night on the channel for anybody who would like to see that uh, from my perspective. And uh, we're still playing Blasphemous. So we'll get a little bit more of that in there before I leave. Um, yeah. So fun cool. times. Fun times over here as well. Awesome. And uh, Jenna, I know that you can't hear entirely. Well anything, yeah. I'm just, yeah. If, yeah. If you want to, if you want to. <laughs> yeah, sure. <It's> yourself. Um, <laughs> just wanted to let people know that, um, yeah, I'm going to be streaming every single day this week because I am fixing this problem. I thought I fixed it last week. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Been a pain in the butt. Replaced coolant, tore everything down to the board, and replaced every part piece by piece. And somehow now we have audio issues. Yay! It never ends. Um, so uh, clearly, uh, build a rig. VR Simulator is the game I'm playing right now, but um, yeah, uh, probably some more uh, Kingdom uh, Two Crowns challenges, the challenge modes. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to play a couple more of those um, those challenge islands for you guys uh, on stream. That'd be great. Um, I do at some point need to get back in, into being able to complain about Wolfenstein Youngblood. I need to finish that, but the AI is so bad. Ugh, so <laughs> yuck. Um, 
uh, everything else. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Astral Chain stream, probably, and uh, maybe some more of the... Uh, oh, gosh, what is the game I'm putting all my time and effort into? Uh, Fire Emblem. Maybe some more Madness uh, streams nice, for you nice. guys. But yeah, uh, we'll be back on stream uh, maybe even as soon as tonight just to suss out what all of these situations are going out mm. i no idea like at this point this rig is a mystery to me and i kind of just want to kick it in the butt and just get a new one build a new one yeah <laughs> build a pc stream let's do it <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you guys for coping with me not being able to hear i appreciate it no problem. of course yeah no problem yeah yeah uh, thank you so much for AP coming onto the show. Thank you, as always, to our lovely hosts, Brooke and Jesse. Um, uh, JP, I'm not sure if you said, are you going to be at TwitchCon this I weekend? will not be. I, I, I am thought you home. said my, that you would My better be half will be there in place, or because she has to, because she runs Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. Um, <laughs> so I will not be at TwitchCon either, so we're, we're, we're not alone. We're staying home and making money. <laughs> um, just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much, everyone, for tuning into the show. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week, fingers crossed, as long as everyone's back from TwitchCon in one piece and doesn't catch the plague. Mm. So uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.